Hi, and welcome to episode 4 of At The Brewby. We're going to do something here that we w haven't done before, but given the nature of this episode, we thought it might be necessary. While we're up to our usual nonsense in this episode, there is a point where we talk about rape. If the subject makes you uncomfortable, you might want to skip this episode, or at least skip that section. We talk about it down in the thematic section at roughly the hour and a half mark. Either way, we're glad you're here, and we hope you enjoy the show. Oh, it oh, beeps. Oh, that's nice. Back. I didn't know it beeped. Huh. That's Andy. Are we live? We are live. Are we live? Right. Okay. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> yeah. So this has been quite the journey. <laughs> yes. Please recount our journey. But we are here for episode four of At the Brewies. Yeah. Uh, I'll let I'll let Bowser slash Old Tom over there, who only just took off his tie <laughs> after a very long time. Very long day. Yeah. Rich well, the length of our journey. And he's back, by the way. We spent one episode without him. Mm -hmm. but we had surrogate Tom. We had a surrogate Tom, and uh, he's back. We found him. So, all good. So, yeah. Anyway. Bowser, tell us where we started today. So, we started at the studio where we're No, now. we didn't. We didn't? <laughs> well, we started at the bar. What was the name of the bar? Well, I started today in my bed. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> We started at what was it, the slaughtered lamb, mm -hmm. and we were going to we were going to go to the studio where we normally record, and that didn't work out. Well, we did go there. We'd, no, we, oh, went, we, we went, went yeah. to Hot ninety seven. We went. We traveled there, Occupado, and then we traveled <laughs> to the path train, and then we traveled from the path train to Hoboken for Hoboken. some reason. We're just talking about the traveling. Why did we travel? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why we traveled. That's the point. And Bowser blacked out like 15 minutes ago. And how hot was it? <laughs> it was extremely hot. I was just following. I don't know why we went all these places. Why did we hot, go to Hoboken? Hot, humid. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Took the light rail. It was the first path train that showed up and it was, had air conditioning. Yeah. It was nice. It was nice. <laughs> but yeah, and then we walked over to, uh, to Ben's apartment. Yes, we're at the infamous 2166 Street in downtown Jersey City. Yeah, in the... Nobody calls it that. <laughs> what do they call it? 216. Oh. Isn't that okay. the same as 216? No. But anyway. No, it's a little different. Okay. We're in the... Not at all. <laughs> we're in the 216 kitchen, so it might sound a little weird, a little different. We're blasting the AC because it is very sticky. Yes, everywhere. We are collectively sticky. Welcome to At The Brewies. Sit back, crack a beer, and enjoy. Episode 4, Season Episode 1. Four. Season one. <laughs> I don't know why we'd have seasons, but... Uh, movie this time, Rob. Final report of the commercial starship Nostromo. Third officer reporting. The other members of the crew... Kane, Lambert, Parker, Brett, Ash, and Captain Dallas are dead. Cargo and ship destroyed. I should reach the frontier in about six weeks. With a little luck, the network will pick me up. This is Ripley, last survivor of the Nostromo. Signing off. Alien, 1979. It's a classic. Rob favorite. It's a, it is one of my favorites. Um, if you don't know what it is, uh, again, 1979, it's 
If you don't know what it is, turn this off <laughs> and just go. Just leave. Crawl back there, I have home. no idea what it is. <laughs> you heard what I said. There might be an alien in it. Leave there the mics, might be please. An alien. Uh, yeah, very, very young Sigourney Weaver, uh, Tom Scare, John Hurt, Ian Holm, uh, Ridley Scott. It's actually his second movie he ever directed. That is a real name. Ridley Scott, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is he British? Yes. Yeah. He's Tony Scott's brother. I don't know who Tony Scott is. Tony Scott directed... Um, Do you know who Tony Man? Romo is? Yes. They have the same first name. My dentist had a, <laughs> a, a big Tony Romo poster in his office. So that's uh, how you know puts who you at is. ease. He used to play golf with him. <laughs> oh. He used to like charity golf tournaments with Tony Romo. Did he huh. beat him? Hmm? Did he beat him? Oh, shit. No, not Tony Romo. Tony Robbins. Tony Siragusa. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. Very different. He, they Very played, different. They all both play football, right? Yeah. <laughs> Tony Romo is the yeah, bigger deal. I, I, know what, I know what the difference is. I just forgot. Football Tony. Yeah. Oh, do you not? Never mind. Forget it. That's totally off, down, off base. So, the movie is Alien. Yeah. Yes. Um, does anyone have a guess for the beer? Bowser already guessed it. Um, Don't even think about it. It's an easy guess. Is there not a beer called, like, Alien? I, I feel like that UFO. would... Oh, that's that's a smart guess. UFO. Oh, it's the white ale. Nice. Ooh. Delicious. So, to be fair, this is a beer we have all had. Yeah, but I don't really remember it. It's kind of a boring beer. But maybe I'll change my mind today. Yeah, we'll Andrew's see. a great salesman. It had. It did come in the the favorite sits pack holder, which, which is not the rings. Four. You mean the the four pack? Yeah. No, no. Slight tall boys here. It's hard to describe yeah. without a picture. 16 ounces. <laughs> Between four and six? <laughs> I think our audience knows what numbers are. Uh, you know, I don't know. So wait, the, the director's Ooh. name? <sighs> That's the sound the alien makes? Yeah. No. It's not. <laughs> a little bit. Maybe the sound the predator makes. Mm. <laughs> Does the predator click? I don't remember, actually. Like, it's like been a, a while since I've... Oh no, he's heat vision, not echolocation. Yeah, he's heat vision. So yeah, we have we have had this beer before, but it's good. I like it. I on on my first couple sips, um, I am actually right. What, what you were saying, I do I do not remember this taste. I like it. It's refreshing. It's pretty standard. It's pretty standard white. Pretty standard white beer. Like someone dumped thing. a little bit of orange juice. It's nice on a hot day. Coriander, <laughs> like today. Barely, yeah, it does have a little barely, bit of fruity just taste. A little bit. Yeah. Not as much as as like. Pretty pretty good can. Um, all white, blue and yellow. Kind of giving me a, a Milwaukee Brewers vibe, actually. Reminded me of home. Isn't UFO made by Harpoon? Um, UFO is... Mass Bay mm, Brewing Company. That's Harpoon, I think. I don't know, actually. I know it might be. There's a very good chance it could be. Fact check. Yeah. Bowser, fact check. While you're fact checking... Oh, so we started this last episode. We really want Ben to try to recount as much of the plot as quick as quickly as he can. Yes, as quickly as I from can. Memory, which is going to be pretty easy memory. because one thing about this movie, Alien, is that the the storyline, though it's very deep, it did you fact check it? Yeah, it's the same company. It's Harper. Oh, it is. No, it is Harper. It's same okay. as Harper. Used to yeah. not be. Uh huh. Also, this white ale is like it doesn't have any flavor as much of a strong flavor as some it's white like orange juice and Agreed. sometimes yeah. you taste it and it's too much coriander and yeah. this is just mm. oj and beer yeah <laughs> i'm it's good. tasting so I much like oj i just had a bunch of cheez it's so oh. my, that doesn't make any place. sense you should go brush your teeth <laughs> maybe if you put some cheez it's in using beer. coal <laughs> using coal all right you know people do that yeah. yeah they brush their teeth with coal anyway activated anyway so yeah the plot of alien like i said it, it, there's not a lot but uh, the movie is a two-hour movie, and 
some might call it slow as far as the plot goes. Um, but I think that only adds to the suspense. So we open on the rings of Saturn, and they pan across, and uh, then you see a ship, and it describes this ship as the Nostromo, which I believe I'm saying correctly. Nostromo. Nostromo, Nostromo yeah. which yeah. happens to be the name of a book by Joseph Conrad, the author of Heart of Darkness, and uh, apparently the Alien movies uh, reference a lot of yeah. Jos- yeah, Joseph the, Conrad. The ship in Aliens, the second one, is the Sulaco, which is a town in the book Nostromo. Well, there you go. Nostromo. Yeah. Um, it also says they are carrying two, uh, excuse me, 20 million tons of mineral ore, and they are returning. Mineral or what? It just says mineral ore. There's just a couple oil men. Or what? Space minerals. Anyway, so then we get on the ship. Again, very slow. It starts off, you see, like, every part, of, not every part of the ship, but a lot of the Can ship. I, I just, you think the people who built that ship are pretty, probably pretty good at galaxy trekkers. Oh, yeah. Ooh. It's like, oh, is it yeah. really it's wow. like a round three galaxy trekkers. Yeah. It doesn't seem like ship. the most practical ch- ship. A lot of like from its shape, things a lot of, off. lot of yeah. shapes coming <laughs> off it. You don't um, have any gravity; it changes everything. <laughs> well, that's right, very yeah. true. There's yeah, there's no no um, reason for aerodynamics. They do have artificial gravity on the ship, but we'll get to that later. Um, for all of you who don't know, Galaxy Trucker is a fantastic board game <laughs> where you have little tiles and put we together. Hit, we're, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> where you put together pieces of a ship, and it's usually very haphazard and, and it's very silly. Anyway, continuing on. So we now <laughs> get on to the ship. Galaxy Trucker. And on the ship, it's it's completely empty from what we can see right now. You see all these different rooms, control rooms, uh, storage areas, and then eventually you see these little hibernation pods and you see some humans sleeping in them and they start to wake up slowly from their hibernation. Now what has woken them is awoken them is a message, a secret message. Massage has been sent to them. Now I haven't seen many of the other alien movies, but I did see Alien Covenant and I found it interesting that in that movie the inciting um action or inciting piece of the plot is another mysterious message. Yeah, it's, well it's part like, of the lore of kind of like this Company, mm-hmm. the way you mean like Star company. Wars? Uh, no, it's like the the ship's computer wakes them up. I mean, there's it... spaceships and a message. Yeah, well, in that yeah. way, it is identical to Star Wars. Yeah. Are there robots? There are we'll robots. get to that. I already read the plot. We'll get to that. <laughs> so they start waking up. Spoiler: Everyone starts smoking, which is crazy because they're on a freaking spaceship. Yeah, but it's also 1979. Cigarettes. They're smoking cigarettes. They're like rolling <laughs> cigarettes, and smoking cigarettes Everyone, throughout like, the whole movie. That's it's like very space, bizarre. And Yasutano's Packing in gum. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is, was Nitorette invented in 1979? I don't know. I don't know. Bowser? Fact check. Yeah, Fact check. Uh, anyway, I'll so they get it. this message. They have no idea where it comes. Or they have where, they know where it's coming from, but not who is sending it. And it's coming from one of the moons of Saturn. And so there's a little bit of a quarrel between the uh, people on the ship, the crew, which is, I believe, six people, two women, four men. Yeah. And... Uh, a lot of them don't want to go. They're almost home. They just want to keep going. But a couple of them are like, no, part of our protocol as part of this company is we have to go check out messages. No. See if anyone. Oh, sorry. No, Back no, no, no. Please. Uh, no. It says nicotine first became av- nicotine gum first Nicorette. became available oh, in the United just States general in general in the 1980s. Yeah, but what about outside Saturn? Because uh-huh. ah. this says it was invented in Sweden in 1967. Yeah, but when did well, the FDA approve well. it for sale? And, and when did Sweden is this get an American, to the moons of Saturn? Is this ship fly an American flag? <laughs> uh, technically, it's, it's a British-Chinese conglomerate. The company any, the any, any Swedish people involved? Uh, Unknown. I don't think so. Okay. 
Anyway, also so it takes place in 2177. Or so. <laughs> so there's unlimited Nicorette. So Nicorette has gone out of business at this point, <laughs> and now they mine ore. Anyway, um, so they have a, an argument over what to do, but the person in charge, named Dallas, he's the captain of the ship, sides with the science officer who's like, we have to go check this out. It's part of what we do. It could be a distress signal, uh, yada, yada, yada. So they land on the moon. And then they, a uh, few of them go off the ship. I believe three of them go off the ship to go investigate where the signal is coming from. Uh, John Hurt's character, who I'm not sure his role or his position on the ship. Yeah, that's unclear to me, too. Probably doctor. But for some reason, he breaks off when they find a hole uh, that leads to this huge, huge, massive cave. And he goes to the bottom. He's, he's uh, rappelling down on a rope. And then he sees on the ground there's this mist, and under the mist... There well, are I see, all some, these... see something before that, right? The ship itself? Don't interrupt Well, there's the, the space jockey. Space jockey? The guy in the oh, chair. Oh, you are correct. So they find out where the signal is coming from, and it's this large U-shaped ship, and they go into the ship and find a giant space jockey. It's got to be like the 30 feet long. The fuck is a space jockey? Uh, by the way, Don't John... just say it like it's a thing. John... Well, it's... <laughs> it is a thing. What is a space jockey? John it's... John Hurt is the executive officer or XO. Oh, the XO. Yeah. Got it. Oh, that All makes right. sense. Okay. What is a space jockey? So a space jockey is, in, in the movie, the in this movie, they don't... All kinds of thoughts my head right now. <laughs> they don't it's actually very short man on a horse. That, but it's this giant alien uh, fossil that they find in, the, in this ship. That's not what I thought a space jockey would be. They eventually called it the space jockey and why? Or the, I don't know. That's just what they called it. In is the, it like in a jockey position, like on top? A of little bit. Yeah, it, it's yeah. kind of yeah. right. It's. Uh, okay. yeah, I it's think like it was piloting chair. the ship. Like, yeah, it's, but it's like kind of like a leaning back, kind of like, like a motorcycle, motorcycle kind almost. of situation. It, yeah, it kind of looks like a motorcycle, but it's huge, huge, huge. Yeah, and they and um, dead, very yeah. dead. There was a fossil. Yeah, it's fossil. Y- fossil. It's been there for a long time. Fossils are dead. Are they? Yes. I guess technically a fossil is dead. Now they're minerals. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It's kind of hard to say. Anyway, so they find that, and then they find a hole, and John Hurt's character, uh, don't remember his name. Kane. Dr. Kane Hurt. Kane rappels down through this hole by himself, sees the mist, sees the eggs underneath the mist, and is like, oh, wait a minute. He sees life. So that's what they were looking for in the first place. If, they're, if they find actual life, they're supposed to help it if it's calling for distress. Anyway, this egg starts to open up, and then he puts his head over it, and an alien little bug thing jumps onto his helmet and then it cuts the next scene we see they are uh, he is with Dallas the captain and uh, the other woman who went with them on their exploration outside of their ship Veronica Cartwright I can't remember her uh, Lambert? Lambert, yeah. her Lambert her name is Lambert she's a navigator of the ship navigator so they get there they explain what's going on at this point uh, Ripley believe it or not um, <laughs> played by Sigourney Weaver is technically the captain of the ship this time and she says no you can't let him in uh because they explain you know he's he's knocked out and he's got this alien stuck on his face and they're like you have to quarantine him we're not allowed to let you let you back on the on the ship and then bilbo baggins is like screw that shit we're gonna let him on explain and, yourself oh ian holm Ian Holm plays okay. the science officer on uh the I ship i don't know who ian holm is ian holm played bilbo, bilbo baggins, baggins in the lord of the rings movies didn't care Great. <laughs> he also played King Lear, actually. And anyway, Rip- and Ripley was the warrant he's officer. Also, the warrant uh, officer, who's the military personnel on the ship. What else right. was he in home? He's uh, he's Zach Braff's dad in Garden State. Oh, I thought you were just going to end with he's Zach Braff's dad, and my brain was going <laughs> to melt. Um, I have seen Garden State. I'm yeah. a lover of the Garden State. Wow. Anyway, so Bilbo Baggins says, "Like, all right, let him in." 
And uh, Sigourney Weaver's character Ripley is a little pissed about that. But um, so they bring um, John Hurt's character, uh, Kane, into the infirmary and they, and he's like knocked out, but he's still breathing. And the alien seems to be keeping him alive and they're studying him for a while. Then eventually he wakes up and the alien is nowhere to be found. Uh, and so they're looking for it. They're like, what the hell's going on? They eventually see it fall, falls like from the ceiling. It's dead, lands on the ground. So John Hurt's awake. He doesn't know what happened. And they all sit down for a big meal before they go back into hibernation. While they're eating the meal, this is the, this is the most remembered, most referenced part of the movie. And it also occurs nearly perfectly at the midpoint of the movie. The movie's about an hour, about two hours, and this happens almost exactly an hour in. Actually, I That was the midpoint? That seemed like towards the beginning. Right? Yeah. Is this when you fell asleep? <laughs> no, this is not when I fell asleep. I watched this movie last night, and I fell asleep. Uh, about another quarter of the way of, through the movie after this. So anyway, at this point, they're eating. He's scarfing down food. People are, like, making fun of him. And then all of a sudden, he starts convulsing and going crazy. They lay him down on the on the dinner table. and Or, the you know, they eat all their meals there. It's not fair to call it the dinner table. But no, it, yeah, it's, it's all-purpose all purpose meal dinner yeah. or meal table. Um, <laughs> so then you see his chest explode in blood. And then... Very quickly, a very phallically shaped alien bursts out with a bunch of teeth, no eyes, and uh, I'm sure everyone knows uh, this part of the movie. It jumps uh, out. Also, every- also, if you've seen Spaceballs, it does a little dance. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Hello, my baby. Hello, honey. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah. Jumps out. Everyone's freaking and out, and then John it scurries it. away, and it's lost somewhere, or not lost. They've lost it somewhere in the ship. Doesn't. And- does I I remember does a sci- does a science officer say something when the alien drops out like no get away from it like let it go or something that's correct yeah, and actually even prior to that when they're when they bring John Hurt's character back Kane yeah. and they're all like well we should probably just put him in that isolation put him in freezing and then we'll and he's like no we got to study in him which is a very important point and yeah. then when the alien comes out they're trying to kill it of course yeah and. The science officer Bilbo Baggins is like, no, we gotta, we gotta keep it alive, take this, and study this it. Thing back to Middle Earth. Anyway, it runs off. It's in the ship. They don't know where it went. So now they're all kind of freaking out because this thing is clearly violent, and they don't want to die. So then becomes the real like horror part of the the film. I would say um, they're going around the ship looking for it in all these different places. Usually, we'll get the you know they start off in a team, and it's usually the damn cat. That is the reason that someone will go off by themselves, and then of course I've got the kind of alien. A theory about that, we'll get into. That. Okay, what's the name of the cat? The alien uh, Jones. 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 Little Wait, Jonesy. Is the alien Jonesy. named Jones? No, oh, the, cat. the alien I don't believe the has a name. The cat is named Jones. Yeah, the cat's named Jones. Jones. Meow. Is a little uh, orange, kind tabby of golden colored tabby cat. Huh. Anyway, so they start yeah. getting picked off left and right. Uh, I believe first the guy who only says right. Dies first. Harry Dean Stanton. And then Dallas dies. Mm-hmm. And then uh, eventually, this is Dallas? when I fell asleep. There's a man named Dallas. Yeah, that's the captain, the captain. of the ship. Yeah. Is he a pimp? Maybe back on Earth. By their last name. Is he a pimp? It doesn't really change anything. <laughs> His name's still Dallas. So they all start getting picked off eventually. It's down to uh, Parker, Lambert, and uh, Ripley. And there's a uh, very violent scene when Lambert and Parker confront the alien. All these names well, what, sound like people that founded a circus. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Lambert, Parker, Ripley, and Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome you to their big top. 
Parody and Sans character is, is Brett. What about so, what about Ash? Like, well, he's oh, and so then you got Ash. Wait, is a guy named Cash? No, Ash. Ash. That's Bill Wellbaggins. That's Ian Holmes' Bill character, and he's the science officer. Ash, like, and Ash, he's been Ash. very suspicious this whole time. And Sigourney Weaver has been picking up on this. Ripley, excuse me, has been picking up on this. And she, once Dallas dies, she becomes captain of the ship and says, "Okay, I get to access the computer." Which the yeah. computer is called Mother, which Mother. we'll talk about <laughs> later. Um, but finally, she gets access and reads these reports that only Ian Holmes' character. Ash was able to read, and she sees like this message that says, "Save this life form. It doesn't matter if the crew dies. The crew is expendable. Whatever. Um, that's all that's important." So then she's like, "Oh shit! Ash is not a good dude." Then very quickly after that, Ash reveals himself to be a superpowered robot. Well, Ash, like, because he tries to kill her. Because he tries to kill her by shoving a porn magazine in her mouth. Wait, what? Where do yeah. they have porn? Space porn? They have a lot of yeah, space they, like, porn. They, like, a lot of, there's a whole space ship. porn room. They have a whole, <laughs> a they whole have a whole, like, porn shrine. What year is this? 1979. 21 something. <laughs> I forget what it takes. And they have magazines? Well, you know, it was yeah. made in 1979. I don't think it's supposed to take place in a certain also, year. It's, it's a ship filled with CRT. Who are you to say that magazines will not exist in 21 whatever? Go buy a porn magazine. <laughs> See how long it takes you. Oh my god, I could buy it immediately. <laughs> the internet exists. No, no, out. The movie. They're in space. Ah, it doesn't matter. The movie anyway. never specifies the year that it takes place. So or it the take anyway, so Ash, the robot, is trying to kill Ripley. Um, then Parker comes in, bashes him over the head. His head like flops off. It's like connected by one wire. A bunch of like oh, white goo like, comes out. A bunch everywhere. of white goo is flying everywhere. And Lambert shows up too, and she's like freaking out. She's always freaking out. Oh, white goo in porn. Yeah, yeah, right? Exactly. There's something there. Mm, yeah. Anyway, so his head falls on the ground, but they're like, all right, we need more answers. Rob is licking his lips. At so I am not licking my lips. <laughs> it's sweat. <laughs> Might, maybe grosser. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so his head's like kind of lopped off, and eventually they, they're like, we need to figure out more answers, and Ash has all that information in his hard drive or whatever in his brain, so they like rewire it mm. and turn him back on, kind of wake, wake his head back up, and... I forget what specifically they wanted to know how to kill the alien, how to kill the alien. Kill, yeah. And, and he just laughs at them. Basically, he just he's laughs like, at them, says they're screwed. Yeah. So they uh, Parker, like they leave that room and Parker, like also there's flamethrowers throughout this movie. Well, on the he spaceship. made them. He made them. Oh, well, I mean, well yeah. Ash first if says, you smoke a cigarette, when the, you when, yeah, when yeah. animals the retreat from fire. Uh, a little, yes. little different. So in the beginning, before they know Ash is bad. They ask Ash what to do, and he yeah. says to use heat or he fire. Use heat. Yeah. Right. So they, they, Ash is now dead. It's the three of them. Eventually, uh, Parker and Lambert get confronted by the alien and both die horrific deaths. Mm. Um, and now it's just Ripley on this big ship with the alien. What about the she, cat? The cat is still around. Jones is still running around. She finds it in a, in a very familiar sort of way where you're like, oh, no, she's going down just like all the others. But uh, she picks it up, puts it in a little space kennel, and wait, it, you put and, dogs in a kennel, not a cat. Well, in in this in this drastic it times, box. it's a box. You have it's to a cage. Uh, so a, then she she decides. All right, the only thing to do is I'm going to take the escape ship or the the separate shuttle, shuttle um, and I'm going to self destruct the Nostromo. The space so jockey. She does. She gets onto the spaceship. She blasts off, and she's like, "All right, finally, I'm good." And then. Of course, of the course. alien was on the shuttle the whole time. But she does this badass thing. She puts on a spacesuit while she finds it sleeping. The alien was sleeping, which is crazy. It was like hiding in the wire, in the conduit. Yeah. And then he's like slowly trying to get out. 
Right. How and big so are these aliens? And so she slowly Giant puts on. They're, they're like eight feet tall. How they're bigger than the conduit. Well, There's a like, lot of them. It's, it's, it's like, like squeezing through. You have to see it. So he's like hiding in a right. in a compartment in the side of the. Yeah. yeah. Was he hiding? So, I thought he was sleeping. I don't think I he was sleeping because he was moving Can you around. Check that. Sleep? Is there a? Difference? He was not. Sleeping. I, th- I think he could have been sleeping. I can tell you because she like sneaks back real slow, like she doesn't want to wake him, and then she puts on a space. What doesn't have eyes? He can't see. But they don't have eyes. They don't have eyes. No eyes on the alien. Two mouths, just no a eyes. Giant penis. Two it's mouths. like a mouth in another mouth. Oh, I read about it. Very Wikipedia described it as a giant wet vagina. Which one? The Wikipedia article. Oh, you're talking about the smaller alien that eats his face. Uh, no. Anyway, uh, I'm almost done here. So she sneaks. She gets into the suit. Then she opens the airlock, and the alien goes flying out. But she's got it tethered with this thing, and then it whips back into the engine of the ship. And then she goes to back inside. Tries to crawl back inside. She turns it on full blast. <laughs> Alien goes flying into space. She goes back into hibernation and is like, we're good. The direct quote was, uh, open, dripping vagina mouth. That's the mouth. The head is a penis. This is the little one. I have a question. Yeah, it's a little one. I told yeah, you. The little one, one that goes on the face. About the yeah, plot. Please. So she tries to self-destruct the Nostromo. Right. And then or she mouth. tries to abort the self-destruct? Abort the self-destruct. Oh, why? Yeah, because the cat? No, no, because she couldn't yeah. get to the shuttle. I think, right? But then she, she there was a reason why minutes. she couldn't get to the to the shuttle, because I think she saw the alien in the shuttle. And didn't think no, no, no. Like when she like, was in understand. the self destruct room, yeah, that's when she noticed the alien. Early, she's like slightly leaving, maybe. No, I don't. No, she she left and then waited thirty minutes before she tried to abort it. That's why it didn't work because she it it said like you have thirty minutes to abort ten minutes. or ten minutes or whatever. Yeah. It ten was. minutes, yeah. So there was some reason I just didn't get it why. So that's what I'm asking. Yeah, I think there was um. <laughs> I think she ran into the alien or something like that. Okay. Yeah. I think she saw the alien coming down the corridor and was like, uh, I'm not going to be able to make it to the ship. And so she tried to re- reverse the abort, but that, that wasn't happening. Re- Rebort. <laughs> you all right over there? No, I'm just trying to do my words. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah. So she's okay. and then, back in hibernation. So the alien was like blocking her path to the shuttle at first, and that's why she tried to reverse it. And then... She couldn't reverse it, and then she goes, and the alien's not blocking her path, but is actually in the shuttle. In the shuttle. Which in she doesn't realize. She thinks she doesn't it realize. somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yep. Yeah, okay, so that was, thanks for that rundown, Ben. Nope, no problem, no problem. <laughs> it was really long. <laughs> well, there was a lot of interruptions, <laughs> sir. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so, we, I mean, you know, we, we picked it because it's, it's another classic movie to pick apart, so um, that's fun to do, and it's one of my favorite movies. It's like one of those movies that I watch all the time, and it's like just how often do you watch it? Probably twice a year, once or twice a year. Uh, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah, like I said, I watch it all the time. How many movies do you watch twice a year? Uh, there's that Alien, Jurassic Park, uh, Star I'm Wars. Asking, I, I'm, I'm asking Katie. <laughs> um, uh, there's a few others too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like, it's in mm-hmm. your top five or six, yeah. probably. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty good. Mm. But yeah, you know, it's what I'm thinking about all the time. Right, all the time, <laughs> not all the, not every second, but often. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan of it. I like it a lot. Right. So yeah, I mean, it. You know, there's a lot I really like. But I remember when I first watched it. I think actually I watched it kind of late, um, for the first time. I think I watched it in college, uh, for the first time, and I like immediately, immediately fell in love with it. Like with, the, I thought the tone was really cool. I thought the design was really cool. I thought it was really cool the way it was shot. Was a cool concept and just everything about it was blew me away. Absolutely, like just visually, it's a beautiful, beautiful movie. Yeah, mm. it was like one of those and dark, like, but yeah. beautiful. 
Yeah. But Bowser, this is the first time you'd watched it. Yeah. Last yeah. Night. It's the first time I watched it last night. I'd never seen it before. Mm-hmm. I knew a lot of the, you know, I, I had an idea of what was going to happen. Right. Uh, because it's, it's pretty well known. Pretty well known. Had you seen any other of the other? Never seen movies? any. There's what, like movie. seven alien movies? I've uh, seen, with I've seen Alien vs. Predator. There's four <laughs> aliens, and then there's the two um, Predator. prequels. Uh, Covenant Prometheus and Prometheus. And, and Covenant. And then two oh, Alien vs. Predator. Alien movie. I think, I don't there's think. There's two Alien vs. Predators? Yeah. Each I, one's got to win. <laughs> Just kidding. I, I haven't seen either of them. Who's I totally no, forgot. I don't think I don't think they're canon. There was a period. Pyramid. Yeah, I think that was the first one. I've never seen yeah, any alien movie or any alien predator or any alien affiliated movie. So, and I haven't seen Prometheus. So, so yeah. first first time, first time, good. Yeah, thoughts, yeah. good. I mean, would you watch it twice a year? I don't know about oh, that. Uh, uh, update real quick. Katie says you watch it every other day. Oh, which <laughs> calls in the wow. question how you spend your time. <laughs> that uh, is not true. But wait, how long's your commute? You're just gonna discredit your wife like that? I mean, sorry, right. she, she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> no, no one she listens. Doesn't. <laughs> uh, but you know, like I said, specific things I I like. Uh, the feel, like the just the way they built the world and the mm-hmm. way the the ship mm-hmm. feels. It feels lived in. It feels dirty. It's you know, it's not 2001 where it's like super clean. It's more like Star Wars, with you know less fantasy, but where things are are lived in and things people work, people have jobs, and it's industrial and. Right, you there's know, stuff dripping. There's, there's dirt yeah. where there should be yeah, there's dirt. There's shit all over the place. <laughs> what are their jobs? Space truckers? Basically, They're yeah. bringing back... Uh, Gal- they're galaxy truckers. Mineral ore. <laughs> yeah, they're basically... 20 million tons, which is, is like kind of a hard thing. To, like, what could we compare that to, fact checker? 20 million tons? Yeah, 20 million tons. 20 million tons. All right. Like, is that the That's weight it. of, I don't know, some yeah. building? Well, no, we'll, we'll, we'll find, like, what, what what do large ocean ships carry? How many there you tons? go. Oh, there, there we go. go. Yeah. How many, yeah, how many cargo ships is that? Mm-hmm. It's so, it's like the perfect Ridley Scott Oh, it's Scott a movie. shitload. <laughs> well, we know that. <laughs> it's literally the amount of weight of everyone shitting. <laughs> Medium container ship is 25,000 tons. There you go. So it's okay. a thousand container ships. Yeah, thousand medium, is, medium container ships. It's a pretty big space. A thousand medium container ships. Yeah, but still, I mean, <laughs> and it's no still gravity. really hard to kind of visualize, you know? What? There's yeah. no gravity, so it doesn't really weigh anything. Uh, yeah. It's oh. Hard. What about that? Well, it has mass. <laughs> I'm no expert. Yeah, but ton is, is ton ma- tons are not mass. Weight. Tons are weight. It, it was. Ton is uh, a measure of mass. Yeah. Oh, tons it, are a measure of mass? It, no, 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 no. Tons are, are 2,000 pounds. Yeah, tons are pounds. And metric tons metric ton? are a thousand kilograms. This Which is, is not metric tons, though. I'm sorry, 2,000 kilograms. 2,000 kilograms. No, 1,000 kilograms. But what about this is there's a difference between mass and weight. There, are we going to get into this right now? <laughs> no. What if they're spinning really so fast? Two objects near each other. <laughs> what is the or? Will experience different forces depending on the distance between them Very. and the mass what? of those objects. What type of ore is it though? Is it really dense ore? It's mineral ore. Maybe if it's like tiny, like super dense minerals. It's a giant ship. Maybe it's, it's a little a bit huge. Ship. Maybe it's just empty and there's only a little bit of super dense or <laughs> like antimatter maybe or real matter it could be <laughs> this either ship way. is huge though maybe 20 million is nothing for this ship maybe be a waste of a, of a trip oh well, i guess they're trying to get the alien what's out the of value it? of this stuff <laughs> well they really know. just want the alien right that was that's what it was all about i think i don't know 
That's what it's on. <laughs> it was a secret mission to get the alien, and they made they they just mined. Yeah, like why oh, not? Aliens kill, kill two mission. birds with one stone. Yeah. How'd they yeah. know the alien was there? Kill, kill four humans or kill <laughs> well, five humans. They're out with there one, looking uh, for stuff like that. They alien. know it's there if you watch Prometheus because the whoa 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 whoa. whoa. All right. Hey hey yeah, hey. Fun. So they're out there hunting space jockeys. <laughs> no. They're out there hunting xenomorphs. Is that what they're called? That's what the aliens are called. Yeah. Why don't they just call the movie that? Because it's. Xenomorph actually didn't come about till I think the second one. Yeah, they, they don't say Xenomorph in the movie. Because they don't know what it is. It's just and an alien. In fact, do they even say the word alien in the They movie? do, actually. That's why it's called Alien. It used, used to be called, um, <laughs> have a really dumb name. It was like Star, like. Space Humping. Space Humping. <laughs> Star Beast. No. It was called Star Beast. Star Beast. And then no. they were like, this is dumb. I don't know what to call it, but that's all I got. <laughs> And I'm glad they went to that. Have script. they never heard the word alien before? Well, they're going through the script and they're like, hey, they say alien a lot. Let's just use that. That's a great name for a movie. And then it is. It's pretty solid. Yeah. They were lucky no one had, had used it at that point. Because it's, yeah, well, that, that was the other thing. You know, like, it's a, a great name and no one's used word, it. As a word, it's a it's a noun and an adjective. That's how they said the same thing. Should be a verb. In the in the movie? No, in the, the screenwriter when he was interviewed about it. Oh. He said, it's a great title. No one's used it. And it could be a noun and <laughs> Oh. <laughs> so let's do that. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That was a pretty easy conclusion to come to then. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. The initial the initial title of the of the film was Memory. Ernest goes to prison. Memory, huh? Of the of Ernest the actual, goes to Space Jackie. <laughs> what's it called? The written the the screenplay? The screenplay. Yeah. The initial twenty nine page screenplay was There's a document. Oh, the, wait, 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 wait. Say, say it again. Say it again. What? The treatment. What was the name? Can you say it again? Memory. And then it and then oh. when it when it went to production it became Star Beast. Right. And then uh Alien. <laughs> Star Beast would have been a terrible name. <laughs> it would have been a terrible name. <laughs> um so I mean <laughs> All Alone on the Moon. That's Adder. I don't uh, I, I don't have too many things I, I dislike about the movie. There's one little thing though, and this bugs me about a lot of movies that do this. Oh, do, where, so, do tell. So there's the twist, right? Where you you assume Ash is a human and then he turns out to be a robot, right? Yeah. Or a that Pokemon was trainer. That was big. <laughs> He's got to catch them all. <laughs> He's got to catch them all. All the aliens. <laughs> He's catching it. It's, it's the same universe, yeah, right? Same universe. Almost I, identical. I only plot. assume so. That's the Mew. The <laughs> He's been alive Pokemon. since 1997 <laughs> in, in Pokemon Red. <laughs> He's 200 years old. This is, this is his Mew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but... So it, there's a lot of movies that like have a twist like that, where mm. a character you think it's one but it ends up being another, but they change the characterization before and after the twist because oh. of the knowledge that you know, right? And that bugs me. So like, there's all these things that like Ash does when you think he's a human that he probably shouldn't. Like what? Like he wipes sweat off of his brow, hmm. and like does that little jog to like warm up. In the beginning, right? You don't think that's good for him to try to convince them that he's a No, human? I mean, I thought about it. Is it real sweat? Like, can you see the sweat, or you just see him using a towel? He, like, rubs it with his hand. I think you could see it, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I mean, sweat, it could be, like, those expert. little ticks that they program in there to make him feel a little bit yeah, more human. I mean, we, we were all eternally watching Westworld. <laughs> I, I believe the sweat. <laughs> but, well, even in Westworld, like, the one of the very first things they show you in the pilot is that fly lands on them and they don't react. And that's no, one of that's, those markers. No, that's an issue. That's because he's breaking down. Well, no, no, that that's that's a well-known common marker for your replicant. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> interesting term. And then, so the end of the pilot, 
So, like, the flies land on them. They don't do anything. At the end of the pilot, Dolores smacks the fly and kills the fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's like, know. it's... She has it's become just, aware. Exactly. Symbolism. Right. But anyway, the point is, after the twist... <laughs> I mean, they're back just, to alien. We're back to alien They have fake sweat. They already have fake blood. You think blood. fake sweat is easy? They don't have fake don't blood in Alien. Mean, they have a giant spaceship with 20 million weird... tons of mystery ore. He has really weird blood also. It's oh, milk. Oh, yeah. It's like <laughs> milk. milk. Is it actually milk? Like I don't know. It's yes, consistency it is. Of milk. I mean, when they shot it, it was milk. Is, it's it, not... is it something else? Milk was a bad no. choice. <laughs> milk was a bad... If he ever got, like, injured or anything during the course of his, yeah. you know... Oh, yeah. Duty. Did he sweat milk? Milk would come out. But he was he was he was the science Imagine officer, that so he was smell. always kind of like he's back little, in the lab, like yeah. Yeah, I must he just sweat milk composition of this material. Um, that's not how like talk. there's um I don't know mother, if, <laughs> mother. <laughs> he's the only one that... <laughs> I don't know if anyone's seen um uh the Nicole Kidman movie um the others is that what it's called yeah the others no no um is that the one where I she's a lot Virginia of harsh Wolf? eyebrows <laughs> no. Yeah, I didn't think so. All right, I'm not going to talk about it because it's a good a movie little, and there's a really good twist, pits? so I'm just going to leave it. But anyway, that was just you know a little thing, and even in in huh. in the con- the grand scope of this movie, it's not even that big of a thing. Like it's it's pretty yeah. minimal, right? Um, but I mean, otherwise, it's again, it's like it's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I know you keep telling it's, us it's pretty great. <laughs> All right, as far as my likes and dislikes, I like the use of models for the ship. I assume they're models. They are, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. it's they. all over Wikipedia. It's uh. <laughs> Gorgeous, uh, seamless. Um, they did some cool things with filming the models that Rob should talk about. Okay, he will. Under- they filmed them at two and a half frames per second or something crazy. Yeah, that's pretty standard, though. Yeah, but stuff it's like kind of cool. Like you should talk about it. I'm- <laughs> I think you just did. <laughs> well, yeah. Never mind. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I mean, there's there's it. better. If you want to know about, there's better places to learn about than from me. Oh, but we should listen to your opinions on the plot. Yes, <laughs> right. That's why everyone's here, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, what I, I mean, I liked a lot of the imagery and symbolism throughout, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, one specific one, when, so when the alien first jumps out of the egg, it goes onto his helmet, and when I was watching, I was like, I don't remember that because I thought it was on his face, but of course it breaks through. It melts it because of it the acid blood. Melts it because he has acid blood and it's on his face. But... Also, Chris Perisic's favorite metal band is probably called Acid Blood. Acid Blood. <laughs> um, and so when they break it off of his head, because the helmet is still on there and like the alien is fused to it, it they like crack it open and the sound effect sounds like an egg yeah. or a cracking. Cool melon. No, no. Egg melon. Maybe. Yeah, they have to like Dremel the the helmet. In they Dremel in the seventies. <laughs> it looks like it's basically it's like a surgical saw. But uh, this, but the sound effect alone, uh, reminiscent of an egg, and very appropriate for the storyline. Uh, another specific thing I liked was that the that the alien reveal out of the chest is like perfectly timed in the middle of the movie. It's kind yeah. kind of non consequential for a lot of things. It's but a I just, brilliantly plotted movie. Yeah, yeah I yeah. I really like that. Um. As far as dislikes, um, yeah, it's a tough one. There was the part when uh, the, I don't remember the character's name, but he's the one who says right all the time. Harry Dean Stanton. Harry Brett. Dean, Brett. Brett. He's like, hey, Brett. He's like walking through, he's <laughs> looking for the right. cat. It's like right before he gets killed. Right. And he's like feeling really hot, and he like sits under this <laughs> dripping thing 
And he's like, like soaking oh, I love that in. part. It doesn't like, make any goddamn what, sense. What but is I love that? It. With all the milk? It's but just raining in the middle of the ship. Rain? Huh? Is it water? Is it oil? Is it I mean, space juice? Is condensed it condensed tobacco. <laughs> I assume it's condensation because they say something about the cooling ducts yeah. or whatever. So I assume it's condensation. But it just, just, just doesn't make any it's sense. It's so it's bizarre. It's raining in the middle of this ship. But it doesn't matter <laughs> because it looks cool. It feels cool. Yeah. <laughs> and it was high suspense. That was another thing I liked about the whole movie. And to bring it back to Space Jam. Space Jam, we talked about how it fast-paced it felt no suspense it was also like <laughs> and no very suspenseful <laughs> space jam might have been 48 minutes long Who right <laughs> this was so slow there must have been four or five incredibly long shots that's another thing i liked about it mm. um and it served the purpose of the suspense perfectly so mm-hmm. i i honestly don't i can't think of a dislike i didn't write anything down or or can call anything to memory but still you fell asleep in the middle oh yeah well <laughs> i was tired so and I, I fell asleep right around when Parker and Lambert mm. are killed, which is very odd part to to fall asleep at because it's very loud. Yeah, it's also strobing light the entire yeah. time. <laughs> have you ever watched Ben sleep? No, oh, I, I can't I, say that I have. Champion sleep. I knock out. He's like, well, out hard, <laughs> face down. Yeah, I think I think Katie knows that pretty well. I couldn't. I couldn't even. I wasn't even drinking that night. I had to like look away. <laughs> pretty intense. Uh, yeah, Bowser. So I thought. I thought it was cool how they, I mean, this was done in the 70s, and the alien looked really good Yeah, for what it was done. And you didn't see Absolutely. it all at first. There's a whole like, bit yeah, about how they whole, used the Schiller. Yeah. What does this alien actually look like? Like, everybody sure. knows what it looks like now, but, like, right. I'm sure right. if you're watching it for the first time, you don't really Sorry, you just have an like idea of the teeth. alien. Yeah, you just or see like the teeth. The, or the silhouette or something. Exactly. Yeah. Right, or part of it over it over its yeah. shoulder, if that's what yeah. you call it, right? Exactly, yeah. So I thought that was really cool how they did that. Mm-hmm. And it still really holds up today, I think. You know, Absolutely. Yeah. The suspensefulness Absolutely. and the... And I don't even think the special effects are... I mean, you could tell. Yeah. Not nowadays. Sure. But, sure. I mean, it, you know, just some of the movements and well, Exactly. Whatever. The but, movements are well, a little clunky, but... It's you enough... Yeah. yeah, it's not like it's a guy in a suit running around. Even though it was a guy in the suit, apparently, right? Yeah. I mean, it oh, was yeah. a crazy yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what is his name again? Pretty much Bill Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> yeah, Wait, he played both characters. He <laughs> oh, was not a one man. A one man. Not play. Bilbo Baggins. This guy's actually kind of interesting. They got to play the alien. He was a. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was like a was was he was. Olaji Bajeo. Yeah, he was yeah. a Nigerian twenty twenty six year old Nigerian man. And then he like disappeared. Um, the movie. To be fair, he does look like Vince Staples. If anyone listened <laughs> last week, that'll be a running theme. Oh yeah, wow! Vince Staples. <laughs> wow, that's really sad. How tall was he? That's not the sad part. He's 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 he died at thirty nine. Oh, sickle cell anemia. Oh jeez. Yeah. yeah. After the movie, he disappeared to obscurity for a while. Probably because of the sickle cell anemia. Maybe. Yeah. Mm. He was um, only in this film. He wasn't. Yeah, it was, it was, it was only. And he was like, uh, they found him just because he was super tall. They found him in a bar. Yeah, in a bar. And then uh, wow. he was a, like a student, a philosophy student or something like that, or literature D- student. Uh, design student. Design student. Um, <laughs> philosophy, <laughs> literature, design. Let me just read this to you. <laughs> you want to just read the Wikipedia page on him, man? Uh, <laughs> he you looked as if his arms and legs were too long to be real. Ah. Which is why they went with him. Just like Michael Jordan. Stuntman <laughs> Eddie Powell. Or... Especially in that last scene, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No one can see what you just did. <laughs> they just heard you go. <laughs> and on that note, we should do a quick beer check. A beer yes, oh. let's do a quick beer yeah, check. Um, this beer is gone. Yep. It was oh, wow, you pounded that. I got, I got a couple gone? more. Sips. Yeah, mine's gone. I, mean, I just read on the side that 
that UFO or what is this Mass Bay mm-hmm. is in Boston. It's makes sense. It's Harpoon and, and, and Windsor. It's, it's Harpoon. Harpoon. That's the places where Harpoon are too. Uh, Harpoon bought the UFO brand. You know, she kind of uses a harpoon that's on true. the alien at the end. Yeah. Double yeah. entente, double meaning. <laughs> I think that's double entente. I think that works. <laughs> Did you buy us harpoon for the next one? Uh, no. <laughs> I, Are we doing I, Jaws? <laughs> Does everybody want beer number two? Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, bring it out. <laughs> All right. So everyone remembers the movie we just watched, right? Uh, you just No, I don't remember it. <laughs> we just. So how do, how do we feel about the beer at the end of it? I mean, it's the same as the beer at the end. It gets a lot worse as it gets warmer. Yeah, true. It definitely gets worse as it warms. It's a beer you want to drink quickly. It's not a good tall boy to have. No, but it's not a beer that's a one-time beer, you know? Like, I'm going to have another one and be fine with that. Yeah, no, this is one that if I see it at a bar, I'll drink a few of them at a bar. I'm not going to order it on purpose, though. Well, if I don't see you, well, you're gonna order it on accident. <laughs> Can I get a yeah, UFO right now? <laughs> yeah, but, Damn it! But if somebody, I already ordered. I can't yeah, but if I ever ordered from misheard me, I was like, "Here's your UFO." I'd be like, right, that's fine. Misheard. <laughs> Very How specific scenario. <laughs> yeah. Come up with. All right, beer number two. Ballast point. It's a ballast point fathom IPA. Fathom. Oh, oh, because there's sort of a. There kind is a of a parallel of to 20,000. And Harpoon. Which has nothing to do with Fathoms. Well, I think spaceships and, and submarines, there's a very... There's I just went with the, the, there. the ship theme. Oh, and the yeah, helmet. Okay. Look at no, the helmet on the box. Good. Yeah. It's a good one, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, actually, that's I actually another part of the... Uh, 20,000 Leagues. Oh, that's a great how, one. First how often do you watch that one? At this rate, every other day, but like off from the other days. <laughs> but and and I think that that sense of like in a submarine or in a spaceship that yeah. adds so much to a suspenseful movie. Also, mm-hmm. Rob, I'm sorry they're all IPAs. I've tried not to buy IPAs, but that's all that's out there with good names. Yeah, true. So why easy to make? Why is there gravity on the spaceship? Uh, they know. they turn on. I did qu- air quotes. No yeah. one can see that. Um, they turn on artificial gravity, maybe once or twice. And those were times, and you know what? That'll be my dislike because <laughs> yeah, it's right. what what is what's going on there? Obviously, it had to serve a purpose magnets. for the the ability for them to magnets. No, they did it when they how did how, they work? Yeah, well, they had magnets in their skin. They replaced their <laughs> bones with magnets. I yeah. mean, maybe they should have turned it off. Right. Just, I believe it. I they're believe all it. they're all Wolverine. Maybe they, maybe they <laughs> would have. Was that adamantium hey, magnetic? Yeah, we got to talk about adamantium and its magnetism. Do we? Hold on. Oh, I, I guess it's not iron. By material, it does. We'll, we'll I mean, talk about other that things later. besides. But anyway, maybe the alien would have not done so well in in no gravity if they turned uh, off the gravity. If they had taken it off, right? Because I mean, it seems like a very you know, but they would terrestrial been, creature. Sure, I mean, but they would have been nearly defenseless. Nigerian right? man. Like <laughs> well, it was pretty good at crawling. He's unharnessed. And I by feel gravity, like they would have been totally kind of Well, screwed. the way it works, mm. the way it works know. is the face hugger, which is the thing that jumps out of the egg. Whatever it the egg, whatever it it <laughs> um, infects it. Is that I'm gonna it? go with impregnates. Well, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Uh, whatever <laughs> it's it, a virus. Too. It meshes the its genes with the host's genes, so it takes. Oh, on, I read about that in Alien something or other. Yeah. So it Future combines. Alien movie traits of its own with traits of its own. So it just happened to be human-like because it grabbed mm. with a human. Uh, so the and alien it is with a the virus. dog, it would be dog-like. Mm. No. The alien is a virus. No, it's one of the it's parents. Basically, yeah. You both just disagree with each other. No. <laughs> a virus doesn't... The face hugger is combined. the dad and, and uh, what hurt? Mm-hmm. Um, Kane. Kane. John Hurt. Is the mom. Yeah. Well, 
Well, we'll we'll get into the whole thing later. I got well as far as humans can understand it. Yeah. So why was why was the alien keeping the other people two genders and not killing? Why didn't the alien kill the other? We don't. It it killed everybody. (laughs) But Dallas, when 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 Ridley saw Dallas, she was or he was alive, and he said, "Kill me." Remember that. When no. Ridley saw Wait. Dallas, did you watch the wrong Alien? No, movie? this is the Alien movie. It's well, in Aliens, in Aliens, the, the sequel. No, I wasn't watching Aliens. I started <laughs> to watch that, that and then that I realized scene it was the wrong. Happens, movie. <laughs> that happens in Aliens, though. At the end, when they go down into the nest, well, there's the Queen Alien, mm-hmm. and they she's keeping all these people alive to as hosts. Sure, she and then. And they find them, and he's like, okay. So, so yeah, yeah. In this movie, in Alien, Ridley, yes, goes somewhere and sees Dallas trapped up there after we thought he was dead for a while, and she has her flamethrower with him. So watch some weird. I watched cut. it. You know, I watched the director's cut. It was on HBO. It was a director's uh, cut. So is this not in the regular? No. Ah. Oh, oh no! <laughs> You have a, a beer we, down. That, that's the first beer. time we've ever spilt a beer. Oh, interesting. Okay, show. so I didn't know that didn't happen in the regular one. Yeah. So in the director's you cut, that, you know that happened. Is? And I guess that's because she's saving, the alien is saving Dallas to... As a host. As a host. As a host, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, very interesting. And she 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 does end up killing <laughs> Dallas. She ends up burning him with a Burning him, yeah. How long is a regular movie? Non-director's cut. One hour and 56 minutes. That's including the opening, uh, like, you know... Okay. Credits and closing credits. So the director's cut's not that much longer. It's only like... No, it, it added very little. Like five minutes longer. I mean, apparently a lot of plot points, though. That's just the only one, probably. That's kind of <laughs> big, because in this one... I think they extend Brett's death scene, too. Okay. Dallas dies very, not mysteriously, but in the same way that Brett does. Just sort of is, like, taken. Yeah, you, well, you There's see, like, no like, blood like, like cuts taken. to, like, the alien's face, and it's like, ah! Right. Yeah. But they say they go back, and they're like, there's no blood, and... Right. All this other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which would have made sense to lead into the, that scene. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, so let's move on to <laughs> technicals and stuff. I mean, the first thing you got to talk about is the cinematography. It's Oh, my God. Gorgeously, gorgeously shot movie. It's, it's, very, it's very Ridley Scott. It's Ridley Scott really <laughs> developing his, his look that he'll use, you know, for the rest of his career. But you've got all the, the hard lights and the, the light shafts and the the fog and the contrast and mm-hmm. a combination of, of really cool, like gritty handheld stuff, but also these really graceful, beautiful like, moving shots. Hand, handheld. Do they actually shoot with a handheld camera? Yeah. And actually really Scott shot all the handheld himself. Wow. Yeah. Did they, were they that small? What did he shoot? Yeah. Did cameras shot became, he's very camera, strong. Yeah. Cameras became small enough to handhold in, in the uh, mid to late sixties. Hmm. With like actual like movie film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And held like on your shoulder, yeah. Oh, so not like like a camcorder size. Shoulder no, held. You, yeah. It's called shoulder held. You run around with it on your shoulder. Yeah, you put it on. Your shoulder. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was just picturing like a camcorder. No, no, no. Cameras <laughs> today still aren't even that small. I I know, but I just <laughs> I was just you said handheld, and I figure like a guy running around like a like at Disney World. Oh no, you, no, you put it on your shoulder. Oh okay, yeah. Sh- shoulder held. Guy running around <laughs> Disney World. <laughs> yeah. There was a guy at Summer Jam this weekend <laughs> shooting to mini DV tapes on some old ass camcorder. Mini DV? Wow. Yeah. Wow. That was a short And I pulled him aside. Medium. I'm like, hey, man, what are you doing? It's an intermediate. And he mm-hmm. goes, oh, I love the way this camera looks. What? 
Like yeah. no one has ever like said the that camera, before. Not the way yeah. what you film with it looks. The camera, no, no, the camera itself. The pictures, the picture it takes. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, that's that's reasonable. He has his yeah. own personal preference. Yeah. I would think it would be weird if he was like, nah, I just like the way the camera itself. And looks. like he works for high. I know him personally. Like he's a nice guy. Anyway, we didn't think he wasn't. <laughs> I know. I just, a little different. Just, I mean, I thought he was kind of dumb nice. for <laughs> shooting to mini DV and then somehow transcoding it to files to edit, but. Yeah, you gotta capture it and blah blah blah. Anyway, all right. Anyway, well, you get back. You to might the, have heard yeah. that on the mic, which was <laughs> Rob opening up his second oh, yeah, beer. It, let's yeah. let's give it a, a quick here. review. Yeah. it's definitely we know an IPA. It's an IPA. There's no question so, there. Oh, <laughs> it's definitely an IPA. <laughs> yeah, oh, Rob, a little bit Rob may biting, more biting a of a taste <laughs> when it comes to the IPA. Yeah, hoppiness. it's not great. I kind of one note. I don't hate it. No, but I wouldn't order a second. I wouldn't be able to pick it apart from any other IPA. But I will say I love the art. Of the can, would you order it accidentally? I do like Bow's Point's <laughs> artwork. They're always it's always yeah. pretty good. Yeah, it's a picture also, of an old uh, scuba diver. You know what what, what year would Bow's Point? Scuba diver all of their from? beers are a solid mm. four dollars. Somewhere between the third, yeah, before nineteen sixty, before yeah, like it's the old metal helmet with like the grate <laughs> coming down. I mean, it could be as early as like the eighteen nineties, right? I that's that is possible. That's very I mean, cute. I've seen it in a lot of fish tanks. Yeah, that's true. Like Maybe the only place. Point. You gotta stop throwing beer cans in your fish tank, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's messed up. Hey, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, it just tastes like an IPA. So it's yeah, got that. Uh, no surprises. Grassy taste. It's got a little grassy taste. Again, it's not it's too not a, strong. I think it's a little old. It's a little old. <laughs> you bought us old beer? Maybe. It's just stale. It doesn't Touché. taste like a, like a freshly like a. Okay, it says packaged 11th of January 2018. So it's a little. It's old. a little old. Oh, not too bad. And then, Tastes a little old. It's six months old. That's kind of old for a beer. For an IPA. Maybe they package it like in the box. For a but they didn't put the beer in until <laughs> like two weeks ago. For a $14 <laughs> beer, this was a waste of money. Uh, well, not 14 each. Oh, yeah. We should be talking about thing. price point on these beers. I guess that would vary depending yeah, on Yeah. We'll take don't ever buy your beers in Manhattan. We pay way <laughs> too much for these. Everyone knows that. Even though we're coming from New Jersey, we bought these in Manhattan. And we're in New Jersey. Now. Our... And they came back to New Jersey <laughs> to drink them. These beers are from across state lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, back to the... There's... The lighting in general is really cool, and I read Do it. Do we want to do a Twitch check-in on Purse? On Purse? Um, He's just been hiding. I feel bad. He's just I mean, we can always cut it out. Yeah? Yeah. Purse! You come here! Cu- How you doing? He might be in the middle of something. All right, no, <laughs> I don't think this was appropriate. <laughs> Inappropriate. Never mind. Maybe. Uh, I, I just I just felt bad that we 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 displaced you, so I just want to do. A, a, Andrew wants to do. A, just want to do a quick a purse check in. A purse check in. Hey, yeah. what's up, guys? <laughs> how did, might how be, did the podcast might be our go? only fan. This is uh, you are <laughs> listening to Andrew Sakamano, the purse, um, uh, my right. roommate, also a resident here at two sixteen. Am I saying that right? <laughs> it, is, yeah, it is your house. So, um, hey, yeah, you say however you want. Yeah, thank you, thank you. It's good to be here. Uh, do I get a beer now? <laughs> yeah, you, you want one? It smells really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of old. That's what did, all what you did should you all keep. Think about the UFO. That's all you should keep in the editing. By you the way, Ben's calling purse down and be like, "Hey, hey, <laughs> can I get a beer now?" <laughs> and then <Yeah>. gone. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what do you think? Yeah, what, what's your uh, what's your thoughts on the the Fathom IPA? You gotta work um, on your slurping. That's not very ladylike of you. I'm trying to like, let the camera. Oh, stop that! It's the alien sound. Uh, 
It's okay. It's pretty standard IPA. Yeah, it's yeah, not that's great, what we right? thought. Yeah. <coughs> I also like don't like IPAs anymore. Anymore? Oh, what, 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 what changed? I'm, what I'm, I'm, I'm turning into a dad. I just, he, he was drinking a beer or, and then all like, of a sudden you know, alien spouse. came out of the You want, you want some white wine and seltzer? <laughs> <laughs> that's not what dad... What is your what dad drinks? <laughs> My dad exclusively drinks shitloads of botched white wine. <laughs> I'm not joking. What an odd statement. <laughs> <laughs> what was the, what was it's, the thing that Chapman I've had some good oh, I, wine. I do white wine now. Right? Is that, that was what that's what Andrew used to say. Used to say. White wine's my thing. thing. Oh, his thing. His yeah, thing. That's what I think. Just, just like, just like my biking now. drinks really cheap white wine biking because and white it's really wine. cheap. <laughs> but you got that from the TV show, didn't you? White wine's my thing thing? No. Thing thing? Wasn't that from Bored to Death? Oh, it is on Bored to Death. That's right. Yeah, nothing's right, original yes. in this world. Nothing. Yeah, this is Alien was original. Yeah, that's right. And is but it, nothing. Is after it like it. the first of its <laughs> kind? I mean, but was there Ro- Roswell? I mean, there must have been like. Would you call it horror? I would call it suspense thriller. But it's internet I mean, horror. Call it horror. Internet calls I mean, it horror. I have a, a in the legacy. Internet calls it horror. Horror. Oh yeah, uh, yeah we yeah, should we'll be fact checking that. I would uh, call it a suspense thriller, which is a little redundant. Mm. We could, but, I mean, um, we could dive into this when we get to the legacy. Okay. I have, I have yeah, a little, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I feel like yeah. a lot of that's timing, to too, when that. it came out. Like, what were other horror movies at the Science time? Science fiction. Horror movies? Or, you know, were, oh, there, were there many suspense thrillers the at the internet. time? You know? I think S- the, big, the other big horror movie that was around the same time was Halloween. I think that was 77? 78? Yeah, okay. And that wasn't that scary, was it? Halloween? It was pretty scary. Halloween. This yeah, they're making a new one. I don't know. I guess that they did. Time. They already made it. Oh, they already made it. Yeah, trailers out. Sweet. Yeah, mm. it looks pretty good. Nice. It's uh, David Gordon Green directed it. David Gordon Green. What a great name for David Gordon Green. Movie business. Owns many gardens. <laughs> he directed uh, any business really. Pineapple Express. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Just leaping right into horror. No, he jumps around. He does some really cool stuff. David Gordon Green. Scott Got ups. That guy. <laughs> He's got yeah. three potential first names. Why don't you have the computer? Oh, you're back. Green? Yeah. Green's not a first name. Back check. Bowser. What? <laughs> Anyth- anything could be a first name. I can tell you that right now. Whoa. Wait a minute. That is. Unless quite it's a like claim. obscene or something like that. No, I actually think uh, obscene names are more likely than. Random bizarre names like scuba diver. Yeah, but a judge has to approve it if it, you're changing your name to something obscene, and then that Wait, a judge has to approve well, what's your name. What's, yeah. what's that guy? What? I mean, this isn't the U.S., though, but from birth? that guy in in New Zealand. Are there judges at but, every birth? No, not not at birth. If you're changing your name, I'm talking yeah, about. Uh, the name Green was number seven thousand two hundred ninety-five in 2018 <laughs> as a baby name. Wow. Yeah, but in 2018 there were only six thousand people, so people are going to listen to this in the wait, future. Wait, what? And, uh, <laughs> this, is anyway, not, this is not just got, the test of time. We got way off track here. Yeah, yeah. Let's rein it back in real quick. Pretty interesting, though. The director's (laughs) cut. The director's cut of the movie Alien that we were talking about before is actually the movie we're talking about before. No, no, no. (laughs) We were were talking about about the director's cut. It's actually, according, is more of an alternate cut rather than a director's. I've seen it before. I don't remember that scene, but I have seen it before. And on the Blu-ray, you have green green it before. It does like an introduction. He's like, the the original cut is the cut I think is the movie, but this director's cut, I got this extra stuff because we found all this stuff in a warehouse. This footage that we didn't think was was still around, we thought we lost it. So we you know we just made another cut. It's it's fun. I like it. The stuff you might like to see, but the original theatrical cut, that's 
that's what the movie yeah and yeah. the director's cut is actually it says three seconds shorter than the original theatrical cut. Oh. <laughs> three seconds shorter. Yeah, interesting. Which is unusual, right? For yeah, it is unusual. Yeah, usually the director's cut. <laughs> yeah. I like imagine his... if it's a cut, he cut the movie yeah. down shorter. But oh, boy. The... well, no, he he replaced things. I'm sure. Yeah, it just changed. which is interesting because like more his... of a pace. Yeah, cut, cut in the movie term sense, okay? <laughs> not like not like get closer to the back upstairs. <laughs> Come on, man. It's a movie podcast. You invited you get him. Out of it's mind, a beer podcast. <laughs> well, his, so his, beer podcast when we talk about movies. Though. His other movie, um, Kingdom of Heaven, the original, the, the, oh, the theatrical with cut. With Legolas. Yeah. The theatrical cut is like that's two hours long. What? No. I don't think so. That the no, main that's, character wears a mask. No, that's, that's family No, 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 no. no. Um, <laughs> that one uh, Ed Norton wears a mask. In Kingdom of Heaven. Yeah. But it's in the trailer. Yeah, because he's... That's all I've seen. He has leprosy, <laughs> so they have a mask on. Uh, it takes place oh, during the crusade. Oh, he's got, like, like, shit on his face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the original theatrical cut of that was two hours long, but the director's cut was three and a half hours. Whoa! I which would, is a big difference. That's a whole other movie. It's a whole... It's like, and the, like a, Not a whole other... Obviously, it's a, it's a different movie, but it's like adding a movie. Yeah, to the original movie. Right. Is it a good movie? Or that's so like the four and a half space is like kind of like lame. <laughs> <laughs> you wait, wait, wait. Let me check that now. <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> but the the theatrical cut is like kind of like that's eh, fine, whatever. But the the director's cut of King of Heaven is like a masterpiece. Like it's really good. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I really like. I highly spend. recommend it. I'll, so I you're saying it. I'll lend it to you. If All we right. watch King of Heaven. Hours? Yeah, it's really good. How many how many DVDs is that? One. Well, it's a Blu-ray. So how do you one. fit that into your schedule when every other day? So you're listen, watching the first time Alien. I watched the, 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 the first time I watched the director's cut of Kingdom of Heaven. Let me ask Katie. How three and a half she's hours. I immediately watched it again. Like, wow. Started it again. This is why we don't see what? Rob except for for when we make him do a podcast. <laughs> I, I'd actually oh, like to watch that. I'd be in director's cut. I, like saw, I saw the, the regular cut. Yeah, and I really like that movie. You, you like should it? watch the director's cut because it's King you'll Evan really, really like it. All right. <laughs> Did you just read the Wikipedia page? No, I haven't. I'm, I was about to touch Katie. I haven't done anything else. All right. Okay. You work on that and stop interrupting people. Okay. Let's uh, bring back Talion. Yeah. What What was it? Oh, I was talking about cinematography. Peace out. Later, purse. Right. See, See you, purse. purse. Thanks, Thanks for joining us, Thank you guys. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Real quick, thoughts yeah. on the beer. Um, now that you've had a it, grows, it grows on me with age. Um, age. <laughs> it is an old as, beer. We, as the that, beer gets smaller and I become more of a That's a fungus that you dad. need to get checked out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's actually. Uh, I feel like I could drink a lot of these. It's pretty crisp. It's it's not too heavy. You know. Huh. Uh, actually, it's growing on me. I like it. Would you be able to drink like eight of them over the course of a three and a half hour movie? Ooh, interesting. Eight over a three and a half hour movie. Uh, <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Really. I mean, I don't want to do either one of those things. I think I'd, I'd okay. get too gassy if I was sitting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like like, like to move around back and forth. <laughs> that's it. You yeah, gotta work it, it off. Yeah, whatever else. <laughs> that's a great way to judge a beer. <laughs> Depending on my posture, <laughs> I may become gassy. Well, you usually can drink more when you're like at a bar, you know. But if you never sit down. Yeah, I guess yeah. So. you don't get True. gassy apparently. We should go to is there a local <laughs> yeah, high school track we can do do a couple laps. <laughs> <laughs> just gently ambling. We no. just run around the embankment. No. I mean there there are. There are <laughs> several. No. Okay. New, new podcast. I don't think that's a good <laughs> idea. How many beers you can drink Bye, without getting gassy. Thank you for letting us interrupt okay. your, your house. Cool. Yeah, thanks for <laughs> having me on.
So jumping right back into cinematography. <laughs> yeah, let's just reel it yeah. right back in here. Um, but yeah, you know, I mentioned like the lighting before, like he's, there's the hard lighting and all this, but there's also like the practical lighting, which is really cool. And it, I read about the DP talking about the practical lighting and which was really neat. But basically, it's like the the sets were so small they had to rely a lot on practical lighting. Which if you don't know what practical lighting is, it's lighting where you light the the characters and the scene with lights that actually exist in the scene, right? So it's like if you're shooting in a living room, it's lit with, like, the lamp on the table. But in they're on a spaceship, so they're lighting it with, like, all the buttons and, like, the screens and stuff, and they do cool things where they, like, project the screen onto, like, the actor's faces so you can see the screen reflected there. Um, it just, it, it, you know, just adds to the environment and the mood and... Oh, yeah, uh, brings, it, brings you right in. Yeah, it Absolutely. feels like a real living, living space. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, they shot on, not to get too technical, but they shot on the Panavision C-Series Anamorphics, oh. which are some of my favorite, <laughs> they, favorite lenses. They're they shot gorgeous. Xenomorphs on an Anamorph? Is that what you're saying? But yes. Wait, wasn't Anamorph a book? You guys want to watch <laughs> the Anamorphs? <laughs> They're, can we watch Anamorphs? Movies, yeah. What? Oh, they made movies out of them? I, thought oh, yeah. they were I only read the books. Bad. I thought they were just really cool books <laughs> with like a little... The f- little I love tr- those books. The little I never, change, yeah. right? I never the read a book or saw the show, but I know there's both. Oh, yeah. I never read a book, but I looked at the covers all the time. Yeah, the cover and then I did cool. a little flip because, like, on the top I right think, corner, you could do a little flip book. I only read one of the books. I think it was about the guy that was the jaguar. Oh. There was a guy that was an alien in those books. That's true. Was he an anamorph xenomorph? Yeah, I think so. All right, back to the lenses. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so these lenses, otherwise, we'll they're never the same lenses really Scott used on Blade Runner, so it's a similar look, but basically very similar, very similar. Uh, alien. Okay. Uh, Blade Runner, I think, was 1984. I want to say yeah, eighty three, eighty four. I don't know. Um, but uh, anyway, we never did a podcast. Good nineteen eighty four. Speaking of John Hurt, mm. was he in that movie? In nineteen eighty four, he plays the main character Winston. Right, the movie nineteen eighty four. Yeah, and then nineteen eighty two. No, he plays it in the book. <clears throat> not to get too far track, but Blade Runner's nineteen eighty two. V for Vendetta, eighty two. Okay, thank you. But in V for Vendetta, which borrows a lot from nineteen eighty four, he plays the big brother character. You're actually thinking of Equilibrium. No, I'm thinking of V for Vendetta. John Hurt. John Hurt. Fact check. Yeah, John Hurt plays the. He's the guy. The, the big president. Whatever the he is. Wait, Prime who is it in Equilibrium? Uh, that I don't remember. John. You know Heald. what? You're right. You don't have to fact check this. <laughs> I will fact check myself. John Heald. <laughs> Instead of John anyway, Hurt, John Heald. Doesn't matter. That was. Uh, that was doesn't okay. <laughs> Cut this part out. <laughs> Let's get back. Good try. Good try. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> Rob's still Heels. laughing about it. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> just keep that in. John Hill. Just insert that. <laughs> yeah, just. Uh, but anyway, they, they do some really interesting close-ups. He's a villain. John in this Hill. movie. And the Anamorphics, uh, the C-series do really well in close-ups and the, the way they capture the detail in blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I really like the C-series. I'm glad they used them. They looked really cool. I think they were the perfect lenses to use for the movie. Uh, it's one of the classic uses of the of those lenses. Do they still use them? Yeah, all the and, time. And what is it about those lenses that make it good for close up? Uh, the way it captures the detail. So anamorphic has there's uh, a, a few. Um, my friend Aaron's gonna kill me if I can't remember this. But um, does there's he, doesn't he live nearby? He does. He lives over around the corner. Um, call him up. But anyway, there's oh, a certain number of characteristics him. specific to anamorphic, and, and each series dog. has a different. <laughs> Different 
level of each characteristic. And one of them is like the fall off on the side. So if you look at some of them, you there's like smearing on the side or on the top and the bottom. Uh, and this has a the C's have some of that, so it adds some texture, but not enough where it, it distorts. Totally dis distorts. Yeah. Okay. There's some distortion, but it's 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 not enough where it totally destroys the image. And you get the um, this real nice round 3D look to a face when right. it's close up to the lens. So will, will I see so, that if I watch this on my phone on the path train? Probably not. So <laughs> so some shots that that I that stuck in my head were the there obviously the long shot at the opening when it's going through the empty mm -hmm. uh spaceship which some of that shot was very close up. Yeah. So I don't know if that's mm -hmm. when they used it. And another one that really stuck with me is there's another long shot that ends with like um I wouldn't call it an over the shoulder. It was like an under the elbow where <laughs> Ripley what? is sitting and she's questioning Ash about what he's actually learned. Oh, like in, the, becomes, in the med bay. In the med bay. Oh, she's I love that starting scene. to yeah. become suspicious. Right, because he's sort of like dodgy about it. He's very he's, dodgy. He doesn't let her look at the microscope. Doesn't, yeah. yeah, he shuts off the computer screen and, and it was a poignantly long shot just on him right well and, he's kind of and, squirming yes and the yeah. cut was very like poignant as well because it's when she kind of calls him out but i wonder if they use that same camera then because there was a, a good amount of detail but the camera must have been five six feet away so it wasn't really a close-up yeah no and the, the so oh. you shoot um generally speaking when you shoot a movie you use a whole set of lenses that are the same series and that are different lengths so they ah, use okay. the C-series for the whole movie, and there's different lengths of lenses for different sizes of shots. Understood. Okay. Yeah. So the whole thing was C-series, as far as I know. There might be some plates and stuff that weren't. Um, but well, What uh, is a plate? A plate is like something that's non-narrative that they shoot to use elsewhere. So like maybe uh, the wide of cane uh, dropping down into the eggs might have been shot on something a little flatter. Just be okay, yeah, and maybe the model shots. I don't know, yeah, the model Something shots like that, possibly, yeah, because you want them a little bit, um, uh, you want to reduce the amount of uh optical effects, so they're on those would flatter, flatter, the right term, they're cleaner, mm. Mm. wait, yeah, too flatter, or they are flatter, flatter, yeah, so they're not warping <laughs> or anything, they're very flattering. Well, I, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm asking, yeah, it's a good question, um. I, yeah, so you, you want to make sure they're they're clean and whatever. So you can because you're you're compositing stuff together. So you want to make sure they you can match. Yeah, it's it's all congruent and it made sense. Yes, not, exactly. So nothing's jarring. Right. Right. Yeah. Like how That's if, very if cool. you've listened to the first three episodes of this podcast, now you listen to this one, and there's an air conditioner in the background. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's a very good. <laughs> but also, you know, the writing. I don't want to. We should keep moving, but the the writing was really you can good. Cut it out. We're not, Jonah. Yeah. You can always cut so. it out. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the writing was really good. We talked about this earlier. It's it's super lean and efficient. It's just like mm -hmm. it's exactly what it needs to be. There's no uh, excess absolutely to the story at all. The di the dialogue, especially when um, uh, at least what I struck me was when they're all sitting around the table. That mm -hmm. dialogue <laughs> almost seemed improvised, it was. or like they were. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my God. Most of the the inner crew uh, or the crew interactions were improvised. 
No, uh, all right. Well, then that explains it. I yeah, was going to give props to the writers, but <laughs> now I'll give props to the, the actors. And, and there's <laughs> because actually... that was very, it felt so yeah. real. And that, yeah, yeah. And they did really, a really yeah, good yeah. job of like reinforcing the normalness of these people. Like, yeah. They're just there to do a job. Absolutely. You know, they're not scientists. There's a science officer, but they're not like scientists out to like, right. find something. They're just they're doing not the job. And they, they talk about that all the time. And that's like, yeah, like the whole thing with the shares, of the movie. Right? Like the shares, like why they go down there is like if we find something, we'll get a bigger share. Yeah, and it's just this very go down on the planet thing. And, yeah. and find I think this. Park, right? Is it Parker that keeps saying Parker. that mm-hmm. about his share and everything? Yeah, and there's actually a point in the movie where a support crew, so yeah. they get a little bit less than the higher ups. Where right. R- where Ripley is like yelling at Parker, and Parker's like sort of off in the background. You could not really even hear what he's saying yeah. with the sound the way it is. Oh, it sort of. I think like I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, maybe that was just Way the director's cut. There. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, after, he was after, like off the mic or something. Yeah. After like a bunch of after Dallas, like yeah. she becomes in Yeah, charge. exactly. I know exactly. It would be good to talk about. about sound design in this podcast. No, it's true. I mean, yeah. that we was will. one of the things that I noticed with the sound because you really heard Ripley just saying, "Shut up, shut up, da-, like shut up, yeah. Parker, shut up, Parker," and you just heard Parker like saying. We're gonna kill that alien, right? Like off in the back. I, you know? Oh yeah. my god, right I, that's really interesting because I, the, I. I didn't write that down or anything. But yeah, I, I thought that was interesting. That. I thought I just had the TV too. No, it was actually in the movie. Uh, we should stop having side conversations. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we record Wait. a polyfile, <laughs> so I can mute them. delete the side conversation. <clears throat> um, yeah. But no, I but thought yeah, that was really interesting how they did that yeah, with this. No, yeah, they, they, the, everyone had really good chemistry and they bounced mm-hmm. off each other really well. There were a couple other writing things as far as it wasn't even really dialogue at the time, but lines that just were. <sighs> I wouldn't say bad, but they seemed blatant, and it might have just been because I had watched the movie. Two lines I wrote down. They're talking about Brett, and they say, you look dead. Hey, Brett. And, yeah. uh, and you know he's going to die. There's yeah, another one but where- But it's also Harry Dean Stanton, where Rip- who looks dead, has looked dead for the past 80 years, and who then he died Harry recently, Dean which they which stress. terrible. Yeah. And he's such a good actor. Oh, well. Oh, yeah, he does look dead. I know this guy. But then, yeah, um, yeah you know him. But then, he died uh, last so year, yeah, so he's ninety-two uh, years old. What else was he in that I know? Um, he's shit, been a shitload. Paris, Texas. Yeah. Um, he had that uh, cameo like in, in Avengers. Pretty, he's the oh, dad yeah, in Pretty yeah. Right. Son, you got a condition. Yeah, <laughs> he's the dad in Pretty in Pink. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you know him from. It's oh. a great movie. Are you kidding it's, me? It's a fine movie. It's a great movie. <laughs> you should watch, this is just an interesting one to be the third. Uh, movie you should watch you his, his appearances on Letterman. Are they They're good? really good. They're good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, better than Tom Waits. <laughs> no. Probably about it. Just Tom Waits is my favorite. Oh, all right. Well, you you bring that up on your computer. We'll play that audio <laughs> at the end of of Vince the... Staples talking about R. Kelly. <laughs> that's probably appropriate. But the other. So anyway, the other line. That was very similar in in its uh, foreshadowing was a line that uh, Ripley says to Parker. Actually, we were just talking about how Parker's kind of rightfully so in a lot of respects talking about like we should do this for the money because they don't get paid enough or whatever. And she says, don't worry, you'll get what's coming to you. You get what's Mm. coming to you. Oh man! And then she I walks away. Part of me like cringed because I think it was just because I knew it was going on. It was like if one I'd of the few lines the that wasn't time. improvised. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> right. But other than that, I, and and now that I know that it's, um, that those conversations were improvised, I guess it, it's hard for me to judge the right. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that, well, that's yeah. what struck me the most is those scenes felt 
so real because it felt it feels like so real. six people, people talking over each other yeah. like yeah it was it was very yeah. good it feels like six people on an oil rig instead of a spaceship right yeah yeah oh, and that's kind of the idea. Right. um can we take a quick break Yeah, the writing is really great and the cinematography is really good, but you can't talk about Alien without talking about the design, which we already sort of started talking about already. And like, the, just like we said before, you know, like the way the ship feels sure. and the mood, uh -huh. it feels lived in and just the look of everything is really like it feels practical, but also foreign in a futuristic sense. So it feels like it's in the future and in space, but it also feels practical and you can recognize what things eh, probably do. Right. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. Well, except for the room that's like the mother room. <laughs> yeah, but that's like the computer. Yeah. Right? But it's just like the a 1979 bunch of computer. Bing, bing, right. Little lights <laughs> everywhere. Computers in 1979 were more or less mythic to most people anyway. Right. right. <laughs> so that makes sense. But, you know, they. it's interesting that it, as good as it looked, they had a relatively small budget. I mean, it wasn't minuscule, but it was what, relatively small. What is small? small? It was, uh, it was actually, it was initially $4 million was the budget. <clears throat> and then Ridley Scott showed Fox his storyboards, which he calls Ridley Grams. They're these extremely detailed, what? really well done. Then he drops. called them that? No, not then. He does now. But um, and they saw them, and then they doubled the budget. I would to love to see million. the Ridley Grams look them up. of they're, Gladiator. Look, no, look them up. Seriously, they're, they're really beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> they're really cool. Uh, does whole... he do them himself? Or he does them that... himself. Yeah. There's wow. a whole tumbler. He has a, he's a he has a design background. He's a designer by uh, by trade. I did not know that. Well, yeah. Now he's a director by trade. Well, now he's a director. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that designer by trade. I, I looked it up. So his the the budget was eight point four million dollars. Today that's about thirty four million dollars. Uh, which is the budget of like a pretty small B movie. Not not quite like the high end B movie. So like John Wick, for example, the first John Wick movie was about five. Thirty-five million dollars when it was made. I was gonna say, wait, that was Ridley Scott. No. But how much was the uh, first John Wick movie now? Nineteen seventy-nine. <laughs> Three years. Yeah, exactly. What's, it's like about two two percent a year, and in inflation is the general mm, rule. I of believe thumb. it's three point something. Actually, it depends on the year. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, true. But I think rule of thumb, rule of thumb, you you yeah. estimate two percent. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Right. 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 So, you know, not that much. Not that much more. But the, anyway, the point is, it's it's a budget. Yeah, that's solid, but it's not a ton. Like it's not 150 million. You got you got to try and figure out how to make those ends meet. Yeah, which is not easy. No. And given that amount of money, they made it look really good. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I am actually really surprised that that that's the figure. Yeah. No. Because it seemed like everything was not only good, good looking, but meticulously thought out and sort of that you know no holds barred. Whatever you want to do, we'll do it. Yeah. Which is incredible to know that they were actually holding back and like trying to figure out how can we do this? Yeah, with this so, amount of money. I think I read. I think Ridley Scott said in an interview or an article for American Cinematographer. I think so. Out of the eight million dollar budget, two million of that was for the set design. 
Wow. Holy Which crap. Which is huge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, a, it's a quarter of the budget. That's, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the, you had a lot of, um, like, Sigourney Weaver, for example, was, um, she had been in one feature film before that, so she was relatively unknown, so her, her paycheck probably wasn't very big. Right. It was his second feature directing, Ridley Scott, so his paycheck probably wasn't very big. Um, Ian Holm had already been in some stuff. John yeah. Hurt had been in some yeah. stuff. But not huge. What, what's going on over there? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that for later. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's also, like, they added all these little details. So, like, we talked about the, um, the scene where, where Ian Holm Ash tries to kill Ripley, and it's in that weird little alcove with mm-hmm. all the... Um, the stuff on the walls. It's all the like the porn pinups. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, weird. Yeah, it's yeah. Like I saw weird, that. Like, yeah. shrug, well, like I think, I think it's I think it's like Brett's like bunk. Yeah. Mm. Okay. You know, uh, right okay. or someone's right. bunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they posted it all up there. That's really interesting because it's right off the kitchen or like the, <laughs> right the, the, the dining <laughs> area. Yeah. <laughs> where do you keep your porn? <laughs> oh, we're in the kitchen. So I'll never oh. tell. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, it's just little things like that, and then like in the in on the bridge, all the, they have all their little consoles and stuff. They have like buttons. Right. No. And you see them working, mm-hmm. and they were all interconnected. So, like, if someone hit a button on their console, it lit up a light on someone else's console, and they would uh. have to react to it. So when they were shooting, people were doing stuff, and they were reacting to things actually going on. Right. And they were actually, like, sort of working to it. And they, like, it invented these, like, routines. So it felt like they knew that, what they were doing. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I, that's definitely something I noticed with the screens because that, that's something you notice in movies when it's like what's on the screen right. looks like totally made it's up. It's usually bullshit. Yeah, it's usually bullshit. Like very obviously. And so bullshit. besides the, I mean, it's still bullshit. I mean, besides yeah, the lights flickering in the mother room, mm. which kind of bothered me on like a technical aspect thing, <laughs> um, or like a not a technical aspect of a movie, but a technical aspect of like bringing you into the world. In our day and age, it's because I grew up when I did that. That seems like stupid. Yeah, but the screen. Well, like, yes, she has to take like the little like floppy disk out of the the safe and put it yeah. into like the slot in order <laughs> right. to get in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when she's in there and looking at the screen and it's printing off, you know, they're requesting right. Things. It's like it's, um, it's drawing out lines. The uh, what's it called? The computer in Tron, right? Right. The, M- the MCU is that what it's called? Master Control Unit. I think so. I think so. That sounds right. Yes, yeah, like the same thing. Yeah, but but End the resp- line. Yeah, <laughs> but the responses on the screen—that's like me talking to my my Google Home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So except it's you know like MS DOS. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then it would underline everything. Right, it would underline. It was yeah. really interesting. It was kind of bizarre. <laughs> what about the- that like laser animation? Yeah, right? like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the mother's voice was interesting too in the in the movie. Oh yeah, it didn't have not it. It wasn't like a, you know, a HAL 9000, like, computer voice. I'm sorry, Dave. Yeah. yeah. That file It was like a mother voice. I mean, it was like, you know, <laughs> yeah, it was, an old woman voice, right. basically, yeah. which is unusual, I thought. Right. And, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, and we'll, we'll get into that. Okay, okay. <laughs> sorry, am I skipping ahead? How much more is it? There's a lot. There's, <laughs> there's, so, there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is what you get Don't you worry, we got more beer coming. You cut that. Ah, I already tuned out. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, you know, adding to the tone, this is, this is one little thing, but in terms of the tone and the mood and whatever, yeah. the whole ship feels like it's just super warm. Everyone's sweating like crazy. All the time. Oh, it was and like us on the like, train. That's probably from the coldness of space. <laughs> <laughs> well, they actually like In spray. the future, humans sweat when they're cold. <laughs> 
They like splayed Evolution. Every, sprayed everyone in glycerin while yeah. they were shooting it to make them look sweatier. <laughs> See, I thought it was KY. KY was for the alien. Uh, they drenched the alien in KY jelly. The ducks a lot easier. More easily, excuse me. <laughs> the ducks. Yeah. So I, I don't know why. It was just, it's always super hot on that ship, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Very bizarre. They were wasting a lot of energy heating that <laughs> spaceship in the yeah. coldness of space. Right. But they if they had cooling ducts because that's where the yeah. alien disappeared. In. <laughs> that was more for the machinery. So they had sure to cool the machinery. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, but they, also... maybe the equipment that they used to mine the minerals. The mineral. The generic. They're not was mining still running. Oh, it's they still running. Ship. They were refining. <laughs> yeah, they're refining the ore. Ship. As uh, they go, that would actually therefore... be very practical. <laughs> In a very non-practical way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there's also all these other little things in terms of, like, the useful or usefulness, the, like, the practicality of the ship. So, like, you see all these little things, and you don't necessarily know what they are that uh, aren't explicit about it. Like, when Harry Dean Sands walking around looking for the cat, right? He walks in all these other little yep. spaces. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, little, like, vehicles, like little ATVs, and the, we talked about the chains and the dripping water already. Right. But, like... There's like these little jeeps, and you don't know what they're for. They're just no. kind of there. They don't talk about it. No, it's fine. But it adds this atmosphere of like possibility of what the ship can do. It's very utilitarian, and you get this idea, and it just it it adds to this depth. Right. Um. And I think a lot of movies are missing that these days, where it's you know implicit depth, not wet enough. enough. <laughs> yeah, it's not sweaty <laughs> enough. Not sweaty. <laughs> People don't sweat enough in movies. <laughs> Cut and not print. People spaceships. <laughs> spaceships don't sweat enough. <laughs> spaceships in movies. Don't sweat no, I mean you get like, I don't know. I feel like people have to explain things in movies today more than they did. Or like you Be- just have it there. Have because it in the today's just population it... is stupid. Well, movies are not as blurry. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't the know. ideas aren't as blurry either. Okay, I don't know if that quite fits what he was saying, but yeah. <laughs> I him, right? Sure. Cool. Um, but Bowser already started talking about this, too, moving on from set design into effects. Is the alien really holds up pretty well? Absolutely. Um, because of, of how the wetness. <laughs> because of the KY. Yeah, That's because still of the KY jelly. Uh, no, it, you know, in terms of the way they shot it, they tried to keep it mostly in close ups um, because of the detail that was on it. Um, but also, if you show it full, full length, it kind of looks like a guy in a rubber suit. So you just keep it in close-ups, and it's a little scary that way. I think that that not only served to help them in how they were going to do the effects, but served them so well in the suspense of the entire storyline. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I agree. Because when, when do you see the alien fully, first, in its, fully? in its large form? I feel like it's not until it's hidden behind. I think it's in the shuttle, yeah. In the shuttle when yeah. it's hidden behind all the cars. the very end. Yeah, the very, very yeah. end. Yeah. Other than that, you see like an arm. Obviously, you see its you see face. face. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think it's the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But, well, I mean, we can talk about all the the phallic sim- symbolism later Are in we? more depth. But in more depth, we already killed more 50% depth. percent of the battery in this recorder. <laughs> oh, <God>. Good. <laughs> but so, so we're I mean, it's H.R. <laughs> Geiger made the made the alien, and he's known for all this stuff, but. What's interesting? H.R. Geiger. H.R. Geiger. Okay. He's known for phallic symbolism. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it, the the head of the alien is obviously very phallic. But adding to that, so all the tendons, so it's got all these weird tendons and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Say veins almost. Yeah, sort of. They're more like tendons are different than veins. We'll talk yeah. about anatomy later. <laughs> but to almost. add to all the the phallic symbolism, if you couldn't get 
you can't get any more like explicit than this. Like all the tendons are made out of shredded condoms. Are you oh. serious? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like nice little touch. What do they shred the condoms with? Paper shredder. Like scissors? <laughs> or they just rip it? Probably, probably not a cross cut. <laughs> no, definitely not a cross cut. Old fashioned. Yeah. Um the um there's a fun little story. I don't know if it's fun, I guess, but it's <laughs> it's interesting little story. They're shredding more condoms? No. In terms of like the fidelity no, shedding the, diaphragms <laughs> in the next scene. The fidelity of the effect. So the scene, the chest bursting scene, right? When Classic. they shot that, yeah. There's a specific shot where the blood shoots all over uh Veronica Cartwright. That's the first thing mm-hmm. that yeah, happens. Like, so when they were screening the the rushes of that the director of photography, who actually man, they were doing what? Screening the rushes. What does that mean? The rushes uh, are. It's like when you hunt ducks, you gotta hide in the rushes. <laughs> oh, I thought it was like. You, you set up a screen, light. you hide in the rushes, then you hunt it, you shoot a Living duck. Living in the limelight. Exactly, just like the movie Why Why Z. No, rushes. Okay. Rushes are when you shoot film, you go, you send the film to a lab. Mm. And they give you something really quick that you can watch the next day. What is that? And they're mm. called rushes. Isn't that what mm. you do? And isn't it called dailies? Dailies are technically different than rushes. Dailies have sync sound. Rushes do not. Ooh. Is it like a square and rectangle situation where not all rushes are dailies, but some <laughs> no. dailies are rushes? No. No. no he just got it. <laughs> they're both made the next day, except rushes don't have sync sound or anything. When do you it, get the sound? When do you, what? When do you get the dailies? When do you get the dailies? That's what he's saying. So the dailies take a little bit more time because it's the sound. You have to do a color pass on it, and then you watch those later. So anyway, (laughs) so they're screening the rushes. So they're watching it the next day of what they just shot. And the director of photography, who man actually manned the camera and shot the scene himself. That shot, when he saw it in the rushes, made him physically ill and had to walk out of the theater. Just the blood spurting onto her. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty, uh, pretty graphic. Yeah. So I mean, you know, just to underscore the fidelity of the effects and how well they were. Right. The one doing made the one the guy who shot the scene sick. Yeah, that's (laughs) incredible. Yeah. Um. But anyway, I think I think now that's a good segue into. Have you ever seen any of the Jackass movies? Oh, I remember the one where they're shooting like. Are they shoot buckyballs at each other? No, they They shoot like rubber. Rubber balls. But in like the Jackass movies, bullets. like the guy that throws up is always the cameraman. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't he didn't get sick when he was shooting, he got sick when he watched it back. Or no, no, no. When he was shooting nuts. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Mostly because they threw like horse semen on well, yeah. stuff. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Or okay. they put on the mask that's and then they fart Not all our episodes tube. can be about semen. <laughs> well, it's too the male, late. it's the male gaze. <laughs> the male gaze. Did we talk about semen? Oh, we did. <laughs> Wait, in, in Space, Space Jam? Jam? Yeah, really? yeah. How? Kind of. Somehow implicitly. it came up with the Michael Jordan juice. Oh, yeah, Michael Jordan juice. Again. <laughs> I, I didn't bring that up at all. Well, I just did. <laughs> um, all right, so do we want to do a beer check before we dive into the thematic here? <laughs> yeah, sure. That's another be beer check. Dark hole. Do we need to? This is a favorite from that. <laughs> so, um, so it is. Yeah, we're doing a repeat. <laughs> we call back. <laughs> call back to Baby Driver. Uh, so we ran Don't out of beer. Quit sequel. We ran out of beer. <laughs> Purse was uh, kind, kind of enough to go run out and grab us some fat tire. Around the corner. He Let alone lend us his entire living room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we took over his living room, so he went and got his beer. And he got us some fat tire. And we all love it. It's still the same as it was. It's still delicious. You know what? I don't know if we ever talked about the fat tire can design. We didn't talk about it. But design. I actually really Can like it. Me too? <laughs> 
Do we need to do any of this? <laughs> That's the real question. Why are we here? It's a hard no. <laughs> okay. So figure, figure the question for the show should be, so do we need to do this? <laughs> if the answer is no, we should. <laughs> I th- yeah. All right. I think it's a good, good rule. Of anyway, so we all still like Fat Tire. Continuing. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> we're going to dive into the thematics here, and this is... It's sort of like a, you know, point of no return. It's another hour and a half. Let's another do hour it. And a half. It's, <laughs> it's worth it, though. All right. So there's three. There's, I mean, you know, there's a lot that gets to talk about, a lot of little things, but there's three main things. They all kind of lead into each other, and that's sort of what the. So which one of the, of the three thematics you want to talk about? Well, I, I'm gonna explaining how they relate to each other, and then we'll go through them. Give them a chance. Yeah, I'm getting there. Take a chance. Take a chance. <laughs> so. There is the theme of rape, the theme mm. of birth, and the, th- the theme of motherhood. Wow. Wait. You know, I wouldn't have called rape a theme, and yet it is integral in the... Yeah, violation in the, yes. is, is a yeah, huge right. point of the of the movie. Um, and they all kind of lead into each other, right? What rape. if we just ended the podcast there? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Rape... <laughs> Dirt. See you next week. Motherhood. When we watch Boom. The Lion King. <laughs> Two and a half. <laughs> Forgot about The Lion King. Two and a half. Everyone did. Everyone did. <laughs> it's the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern of The Lion King. <laughs> what? The Lion King universe. The Lion King Basically. universe. Thank you. I mean, literally. Right? No, no, no. It, it absolutely yeah, is. Literally. <laughs> Puma, Timon, and Rosicrans, Gildstern. Okay. It's Hamlet, right? Yeah. Anyway, okay. Moving <laughs> on. So, <laughs> um, there's some really... Put Timon and Pumba of, of Alien. Of Alien? Well, it's not Hamlet, so... None of them. None of them. Does it need to have it, though? No, it doesn't. <laughs> not all movies are Every Hamlet. story requires a to Timon be Hamlet. and Pumbaa. Yeah. <laughs> They're enhanced by them. But they don't require them. Could you imagine if they're just like if Timon and Pumbaa came out <laughs> and right after everyone dies except for Ripley, and they're like Akuna Matata, hey no, and then the alien just comes and eats them both. Hey Timon, how we get? That is the worst Pumbaa. I'm gonna cut that. I have ever. Gonna... No, no, keep it in, keep it in. I tried to like now impersonate Rafiki. Rafiki, it didn't work out very well. And I am a xenomorph, and you were not. Hey Timon, what if I stole a bicycle? <laughs> <laughs> Worked better in my head. <laughs> so gloss over like some of the really obvious stuff. Because this has been sort of done to death a little bit. So I want to do it, talk about this in a little bit of our own way. Our um Okay. <laughs> well, I, I mean I think I can start off pretty good. Like the the alien inserting itself. Right. I mean there's some really the explicit symbolism there. On John Hurt, on Kane. It is literally raping him yeah. in the mouth. So again, real quick, as an aside, we are in downtown Jersey City, so you hear some sirens in the background, which you wouldn't normally hear in the studio, but it's just part of the the flavor of this episode. We can just edit that out. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's, there. it's right in the middle of yeah, Ben but it's talking. Fine. It doesn't matter. Right, fine. <laughs> I was waiting for people like. We are in Jersey City, so you might hear the sounds of a little rape in the background. <laughs> we live in a dangerous neighborhood. No, this is a very expensive apartment in a very expensive neighborhood. They just cut the rosebush out front. It's a chop- they usually just for bring the rape the right spot. to our window. <laughs> My moment simply is that we're in the middle of a city, not in a city. In another group. city. We usually, <laughs> where we, normally we usually record in the middle of a field. In a bigger city? 
<laughs> Fine. All right. Whatever. Give up. Anyway. Give up. <laughs> anyway. So continue what you were saying. So I think the the most maybe not the most, but but I, I uh, the 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 initial um, symbolism of rape in this movie is when the the face hugger, as you called it, yeah, um, a foot chugger. <laughs> Excuse me, I, did, I didn't realize you watched the Spanish version of this or whatever that was. You dropped the E in there. Pachuga. <laughs> uh, or Italian. That was Italian, yeah, actually. Pachuga. Yeah, Pachuga. Um, when it inserts itself on and in uh, Kane's, John Hurt's character's face, mm-hmm. and literally it inserts itself down, it's down his throat, um, obviously unwillingly, Mm-hmm. And I would put it impregnates him. Yeah, no, absolutely. And the, the, there, I mean, Ridley Scott's pretty explicit about that. That was the intention. And the um, say when it put it in like a nice little package, like a, a Ridley dram. Ridley. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure he storyboarded this scene out. But um, no, and even the the screenwriters. So the uh, all the characters are named by their last name on purpose so that they could be essentially genderless. And then, uh. so when they were casting the movie, you know, Ripley wasn't, a, Ripley was not explicitly a female. And her character actually is, now that you mention all this, is quite, um, I don't know, what's the word? It starts with an A. Androgynous? Androgynous. A little bit, yeah. Not only in look, but in Name. traditional characteristics of a character. Sure, yeah, absolutely. And that was yeah. that was on purpose. And they, they wrote the characters to just be the characters and not have a gender. But once... It got cast, and and they knew who everyone was gonna be. They specifically said no. The face hugger needs to attack a man, because it need you need to have that odd alien sense of uh, weirdness with a male being violated in that way. Right. Because it, it it just it takes that concept and and alienates it in a way that makes you feel really uncomfortable. Right. It right? almost it almost flips it, but. It's still just as uncomfortable. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. Yeah, and then of course there's all these themes of birth, um, and the, like the really obvious one is the re- right in the beginning. It's like you know it's lifelessness on the ship, and then they all kind of wake up and they oh, come yeah, out of the absolutely. pod. They come and... out of their their wombs, if you will. Is yeah. the pod wet? No, the pod's not wet. They no, actually, you know what? Sometimes in movies, it's a good question. Well, in sometimes in movies, in, oh, right, in yeah, the Matrix, don't in dismiss me, in Interstellar, <laughs> one of Ben's favorite movies. Didn't see it. Um. Never gonna see it. The, the the womb or the the pod that they're in is is wet. They live in yeah, moistness. Moistiness. Yeah. Well, and even moisture. Primordial environment, and that's what what Ash how Ash describes the planet that they land on. He's like, it's almost primordial because everything's oh, dripping, right? Right. Because everything's dripping. Yeah. <laughs> it's cheaper to make everything wet than to. <laughs> Light it well and made it easy to see. Well, well, there's a. You should read the article in American Cinematographer where they talk about wetting everything down. Do you, do you subscribe to that? Um, he writes it. Oh, I don't. Interesting. He honest, edits it. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Gives all his contents away on this podcast for free. Then. <laughs> How generous. <laughs> no, we, we get it. My very generous. I read it, I read it at work. Um, in the in the the bathroom? No, on the couch near the porn the shrine near the, near the dining the area. Shrine in the kitchen. <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> All right. Anyway, 
Anyway, so there's other, you know... Th- you um, just sit around at work? Of- what, do you work in radio? <laughs> anyway. So do, so you were saying about the themes of birth. Themes of birth, right. So there's other explicit symbolism with, like, the chestburster, obviously. Mm. You know? Pop out. Uh, and the eggs and all that. And then um, at the end, too, when Ripley gets on the shuttle and she's... Fi- after the alien shows up again and she gets rid of him, she's... <laughs> I mean, she's essentially naked, right? Yeah. So that is, so we talk about the male gaze every once in a while. <laughs> oh. And I didn't think it would come up in this movie. One episode talking about. No, we've talked. We've we brought it up every time. Don't wait. The Space Jam have the male gaze? Oh yeah. The Lola, Lula, what's Lola, the, Lola, Lola. Lola. Okay. His eyes go crazy. All about, all about the male gaze. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. But got it. Yes. So we got to that point in the movie, and I was like, there I mean, there's like, no overtly. Well, no, her, normalized. Her panties are like halfway down her ass. Right? Yeah, yes, they are. They are. Which is kind of weird. And you could see a lot un- going on under her shirt. Yeah, but it was more like a. It wasn't like I don't know. I don't know. What, what do you say? What about? I'm trying to say is it's nudity to underline the fact that she's basically naked yeah. because she just went through this huge ordeal. Yes, came out the other side. She's very vulnerable. Only that moment. Essentially clean, like a like a newborn. Yeah. Yes, I agree. But very vulnerable. But very vulnerable. Extremely vulnerable. The most vulnerable you can be. Mm-hmm. And then she gets back into the, the womb, right? The 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 sleeping pot or whatever mm-hmm. it is. After she's sent the alien out. Yeah. Sent and then that's the alien. That's like the nicest euphemism. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to send that out. You just go. Amazon Prime that shit out to <laughs> fucking Mars. Yeah. But, you know, she gets into that, and then that's the end of the movie. She's not rescued at the end of the movie. No. No, she's not. She says, I, I'm going, and I hope... And she records the, the message. The the network. The network picks me up. The, I hope the network picks me up. Whatever yep. the network. That's never been said before. It's, uh, in the movie. it's that, right. it's that the TV network. channel where the guy kills himself. I'm mad as hell. What? And I'm not going to take it anymore. Was that the name of that movie, Network? Yeah, Network. network. Yeah. Oh, what a great movie. It's a great movie. That would be a good one for that. Oh, it would, but I've already seen movie. it. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> I guess we'll wait. <laughs> Rips in the bag. <laughs> the birth of the egg rolls. The birth of the egg rolls. Okay, but yeah, the, you know, there's this theme. Oh my god. Of birth, and and that implies change. That implies you know all the, this chain of of change and whatever. Um, but birth also leads to life, motherhood. True, motherhood. Because something had to birth something. Well, yeah, of right? course they were they are integral. Yeah. So integral. What. Alien talks about with motherhood is very fascinating because it's not, it's like, but it's this thing. It's like, it's, it's, it's the Frankenstein story, right? It's like the creation of destroying the creator. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's motherhood as a burden. Uh, Um, The creator being, you're saying the creator being the mother. Yeah. It was destroyed in that moment of rape. And yet creation comes out. No, no, no. The, the creation, which is the alien. Yes. Destroys the creator. Ah, okay. Right. Well, I mean, a little less explicitly, it, it, Prometheus explores that a little bit more explicitly because as much as Alien is about motherhood, Prometheus is about fatherhood and insemination and all that stuff. But anyway, um, I mean, there's there's some really uh, interesting little things, too. Like the, the thing that connects the, the, I don't know what to call it, the trailer or whatever that carries all the mineral ore to the okay. ship, the actual ship. It's called an umbilicus. Oh, <laughs> right, which is like they're just throwing that one yeah, right in your pretty, face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then things like when Ash is sitting in the seat, uh, when they go out and walk to the to the ship, 
and he's sitting in the seat and he's kind of watching them. Yep. He's in silhouette. He sort of looks like an like an embryo, oh, you know, like wow. a fetus. Right? I that you know kind of like I floating didn't, I didn't there that. in that position because he's in the room right next to the door that they come in, right? Well, no, before that. So he's against the window and he's. Talking. Oh, I know exactly what yeah. shot you're talking about. Yeah, right. yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's very fetal looking. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, tiny, tiny hands. <laughs> <laughs> and then the like the vent openings, right? The little uh, the irises and the vent openings. I wanted to yes, I wanted They're, to talk about those. My that was actually something. They seem very anatomical. Yes, <laughs> no, they I mean? do. What bothered me about them Part is they the didn't room. close. Yeah, they never showed them closing. They never close all the way because they, they leave can't. A little... The mechanics of them don't. I, I understand, but they imply that they do, yes. even though they don't actually show. Them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a cool design. Oh, it's awesome design. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But and it would it would technically reduce the flow of the air through that right. area. And you know, if you want to get really into it, you talk about the alien, which is super phallic looking. I mean, the Geiger literally de- designed the head to be a penis, and then it walks into this thing that, that looks very cervical. What? Yeah. All oh, right. Um, that's something yeah. that seems pretty explicit. It's o- overt right. and and yeah yeah. yeah. Um, but back to, to the, to Ash looking like an embryo, which is sort of interesting because he's synthetic. So it's like, he's kind of man's creation in a way. So it's still, again, hammering on that Frankenstein story, right? Sure. Well, man's, maybe, maybe artificial isn't the right word, but not man's normal creation. Sure. Yeah. Not, not a baby, not a human baby. Yeah. Um, and you know, obviously the computer's called mother and the, that computer can't be trusted and it, and it's. There's a dichotomy it of... It rejects, rejects an abortion. <laughs> well, what? that's the thing. There's the other thing. So there's there's two things. There's the offspring trying to destroy the creator, and then the creator also rejecting the offspring, right? So the mm-hmm. so there's mother, the computer, who's this, not necessarily the creator, but the... Um, well, the caretaker. Could, caretaker, you could say nurturer, yeah. Yeah. right? <laughs> is you know, crew expendable, right? It, it is rejecting the, the spawn. Yeah. Um, it's so there's these this complicated relationship between the mother and the child, and it sort of explores it in every which way possible. Absolutely, um, which is fascinating because it's, it's a it's a sci-fi horror movie with yeah. an alien running around. <laughs> but that's what. Why makes are you this, talking about all this stuff? <laughs> but that's what makes it so good is that they can inject all this uh, commentary into this really cool concept, and that's what makes that's where the leanness of the story really shines is that it gives it room for all this other stuff. Right. No, I would agree. Because um, they can do that. So again, when we were talking about the plot and the dialogue and how it's minimal and, and we didn't touch on it, but the the music or the mm-hmm. the sound design, the background noise, there's very little music there in is. this, in this true. movie. Yeah. There's there's two points yeah, that I remember that have mm-hmm. some sort of classical music playing and I wish I could remember the the, the points in the movie that they yeah. come up because I'm sure it's important. But um, uh, but it, it, as far as the dialogue goes, there isn't a lot of like exposition. So yeah, you exactly. get all this yeah. this opportunity is how they took it, or mm-hmm. this space that could be used for symbolic representation, and they yep. use it in such a fluid and 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 like like we're saying about um, the design of the alien itself, overt ways, and it's yeah. seamless and right, and it's not you know it's just latent. It's just there. It's there exactly on its that's, own. That's a better way to put terms. It. And it's it, just there. you know they don't. No one talks about anything. It's just mm-hmm. there, right? And I think we were talking about um the post the other week or the other day 
and there's a great scene in the post that's like that where it's it's sort of um well i don't want to give away a little anyway because the point I, is i didn't see the post so i don't yeah don't movie the post yeah what's that about you should watch it and we'll talk about it what is okay. that about it's about the washington post Oh, the new one. The Pentagon Papers. Was it good? What it's they, really good. What if yeah, they should I watch it? a parody about the New what? York Post? Should I watch it? You should. Yeah. All right, cool. They should make a parody about the New York Post. <laughs> the New York Post. And every other yeah. every other scene just doesn't have anything to do with the scene before it. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds yeah. about right. But anyway, the point is, just, you know, it's just like this latent fanatics that no one actually... Because, like, you have a lot of these movies that just, like, sort of really harp on whatever their theme is. Like, this is what we're talking about. Right. We're going to put it on a pedestal. Yeah. We're like... Like Space Jam. <laughs> We're talking about Looney Tunes. We gotta sell more sneakers. <laughs> yeah. To children. But it's, it's way more effective when it's just kind of there. Like, you can see it's easy to pick up on, but it's not explicit. No. Yeah. And, and I've known plenty of people who, who would watch Alien and not pick up on it, and yet still have the same passion and love for the movie right. that we're talking about. Or even in a not even a love, but an appreciation for the story itself. Sure, yeah. Which is a, an incredible thing to kind of marry together. Yeah. And it, so there's this other part that I didn't quite know where it fits in. I feel like it might fit in with this whole theme. Maybe not. I don't know. But the, we already talked about it, but where um, Ash tries to kill Ripley, right? Yes. So Ash is an ex- as a... Which is the most bizarre murder attempt <laughs> I think I've ever seen it's in a movie. It's kind of terrifying, but Jeez, it is It's dark. terrifying, it like but it's, it was confusing. No, I mean, it's a magazine. The porn magazine. Oh, the porn magazine. In, yeah. in light of... Why the, do they have magazines? <laughs> Again. <laughs> Sorry. I don't want to harp on it, but... Where are their iPads? The Come on, you can just download that. They have room for magazines on a spaceship? You're wasting paper. You're going... Thousands of light years away to find mineral podcast, ore, but this and yet exciting. you're wasting trees to build paper magazines. To print nipples. <laughs> <laughs> They're not even 3D. <laughs> <laughs> but it, so, okay, so he's, he's an android, which good, means he's under control, around. which means he's a, an arm of the company, an right. agent of the company, direct yes. agent of the company, and the, a hand the, of the king. Well, hand of the mother or my Game or the company. So I, I did. I might did enjoy. Be oh, I know about Game of Thrones. The father, the father. or if you want to uh, get super into it, the patriarchy, whatever. And mother's yep. the partner, and whatever. Good call. And then, I mean, the fact that he's kind of, he's the agent of this faceless patriarchal, patriarchal. organization, yeah. is literally trying to kill the woman hero. With a porn magazine in her See, mouth, actually in her mouth, to insert in her mouth to, what yeah. was you know very similar. Literally shove it down her throat, yeah. <laughs> just like the alien did. Seems like it's significant. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> you know what? It seemed bizarre, but in light uh, of this discussion, for me, it's just all the more um, perfectly representing. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> but yeah, it's. Uh, I mean. It, <laughs> you know, it seems important. I don't know exactly where it fits in, but it seems sort of important. What's that? Um, well, no, it seems all, yeah. absolutely purposefully synonymous with the alien raping the mouth mm, yeah. of okay. John yeah, Hurt. There you go. He's raping them, or he's attempting to rape the mouth of her with with a porn magazine. I mean, it would have been it weird if have it was a fucking home and gardens. <laughs> like, been, he could have tried to just strangle magazine. her with his hand. Sure. But no. Yeah. He had he rolled up a porn magazine and shoved it down her throat. What was the name of the magazine? I don't know. I didn't see it. All right. <laughs> Aliens. 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 That's dude. how they came up with the name for the sequel. <laughs> Actually, the story. I don't know if it's true or not, but the story of how John 
or James Cameron got the <laughs> the job to direct the sequel is he was like trying to he was pitching all these ideas and the, at to Fox and then he just goes up on the whiteboard and writes mm-hmm. alien and then puts an S at the end <laughs> and then turns it into a dollar sign. Oh <laughs> and they're like done. That'll you work. got it. Yeah. I mean <laughs> it will make us money. And it's enough different from the original. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as as far as sequels go, it's really it's very different. It's very, I will talk about the sequels later, but yeah, um, I'm gonna it's also ha- gonna available on HBO if anybody wants to watch. Yes, it, it, is. it is available on HBO. HBO, <laughs> HBO Go, <laughs> HBO. <laughs> Why don't they shorten it down? I don't HBO. know. Hub a go. Hub a go. Hub a go. Uh yeah I I kind of I wrote a lot down here and I kind of thinned it down to really yeah <laughs> so that I mean that kind of covers the main that's a that's a huge theme so the yeah. other so you so we discussed the, the rape that's represented in the movie and throughout the movie yeah um the motherhood which is I wouldn't say initially felt at the beginning of the movie but perhaps no. I'm missing something no no it's not felt um, and that that's what I found interesting was that it's rape leads to birth leads to motherhood. Ah. Right? Sure, sure. And and before all of that, it I don't know if you get any other type of theme when they're just woken up. No, there's that's, there's, that's there's the like hints. That's like there's a, hints of themes to an come. Initial birth. Right. 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 But uh yeah, nothing explicit there, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Um and then <laughs> all right. So I want to move on to some other smaller things here. There's the theme. So the the logo of the company is the winged sun, right? Which is the traditional Egyptian right. symbol. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact that the cat keeps getting in the way of all these things uh, seems kind of interesting well. to me. Yeah, I was kind of like in Men in Black. Is Egyptian? Yeah, I mean it's used in a lot of cultures, but it's famously Egyptian. Would you like a fact check on that? No, I just I can't think of think of it, but I, I could very well be wrong. It's like the you know the sun and then the long flat wings. Uh, oh the. Flat wings. I was pitching like a, like a Detroit. Oh no! Yeah, Detroit Red Wings. No, it's like the, the no the no, like no 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 metro no. flat, really long. The ones that not the Nazis used. It's oh. more Native American me, to me than anything. I mean, that's from Egypt. Somewhere. That's from Egypt. And... Yeah, I know that, but that's not Native American to me. Okay, it shouldn't be. Because <laughs> it's not. <laughs> but that's seems interesting, and that's I mean that gets played out more in the sequels when they flesh out the company, but it's the symbol is a symbol of power and, and control and all this other stuff. And the fact that the cat keeps getting away and the cat in the way. And the, the cat is obviously important in Egyptian culture and all sure. that. Sort of Absolutely. Um, but I, <laughs> and just life, else life, kind of life death, rebirth. That's very yeah, Egyptian. Sure. Yeah, I absolutely. mean, we've all seen the mummy. We know <laughs> the mummy they got the book of is the dead. A, is the I, I book of life, Brendan by Frazier. the way. Can we do the mummy for an episode? I've seen because it. That movie but is so good. Can we watch the Scorpion King with Dwayne <laughs> the Rock Johnson? Can we watch all the Scorpion Kings? That might have just been the four of them. What? Four Scorpion Kings? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. There are four Scorpion King movies. There's only one Scorpion. Are they all the Rock? And his name is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. No. They get different wrestlers. It might not be John Cena. It's one. It's someone. Maybe Dolph Lundgren. It might be Dolph Lundgren. It's a different wrestler. He's not a wrestler. No, I know. On all fours like a hound. The last, the lat, the fourth one is Hulk Hogan. It it's is Hulk Hogan? Are you kidding absolutely me? Absolutely awesome. We don't know anything about these movies. There may only be one. No, there are four of them. No, the, the, there's no. at least the three. Looney Tunes there's show. There's no way there's four of these there's fucking least, movies. There's at least three of them. Bowser, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Bowser, you got to fact check that. How many Scorpion King movies? How many? Two of them. There's at least three. 
Because I think there's three numbered, and the fourth one doesn't. There are four. There are four. So and they're all four numbered. There's the Scorpion oh, King. Okay. The Scorpion King two, Rise of a Warrior. <laughs> the Scorpion King three, Battle for Redemption. And the Scorpion King four, Quest for Power. Yeah. Quest for Power. What like they quest waited for fire. four of them? Quest. <laughs> I feel like they were already on a quest. That seems <laughs> ill-named. Well, he lost his power in three. Yeah. Is is there an is there a a theme in this. I don't want to like continue to harp on themes, but of, <laughs> but of some kind of um, phoenix rise from the ashes. Well, I think that's birth, death, right? right but the death that's required because oh. of birth. Oh, so you get to, you get to the the only way she can live, which is so one of thing one thing about Ripley is throughout the movie she is trying to defend the people who are alive and well and trying to get them home. Yeah. And so, yet, and yet, once she is the only one al- alive, she understands she must destroy this giant ship so, and everything yeah. of of quote unquote value. So it's either in order for her to continue. There's on. the conflict there where it's like either for the the child to succeed needs to cre- destroy the parent. Yep. Parents succeed needs to destroy the child. Yes. Right, and that's the that's the, that's the core dichotomy, and it kind of she is in the middle, right? Because. She being Ripley. Ripley. Because mm-hmm. you can consider the alien the child of all the crew, of the humans. Yeah, okay. Um, but she is the child of the ship. She blows up the ship in order to survive. Right. As well as the alien. I don't uh... know what that means. I'm not smart enough to know what that means. Yeah. But it's important, <laughs> obviously. That's what it's trying to do. That's that's the goal. That's where it's ending up. You know, you know what I was thinking about? So she's like doing this complicated thing to self-destruct. The ship. Yeah. Oh, I love that stuff in movies when they make it uh, like super manual in order to like. Yeah. It's like great. she had to unscrew the bolts. She had to unscrew stuff. the bolts and like put them in and like let them then rise them back up. Yeah, it's very. My deliberate. question is. My question is. You got to know that you want to blow up the ship. Do spaceships nowadays have this? <laughs> well, it was. Do the, they have a failsafe that's like, hey, you never know. Sometimes we might have to. Not just like. I mean, like, first of all, that's another thing I want to talk well, about. They, the, she doesn't just like disengage. Like, oh, this one opens all the windows. I mean, and everything's get suicide pills. Well, they that I didn't know, but but yeah, it was labeled. But, um, it was labeled a scuttle function. A scuttle function, which is something you do with ships. Yeah, and nautically, scuttle ship. Scuttle ship it, it's of it no longer it. no longer of use. You destroy you, it. You you blow up the hull. And it's that's and it just drowns. It sinks. Sinks. It sinks. It's a ship, Which right it? on the so, water. So I would think the the equivalent of that in space would be you open all the windows and everything gets ruined. Yeah, but the ship's not still there. in this case. This was a massive explosion that occurred. True. Well, because this wasn't space. like you're, oh you pew pew like tiny. You can't little... sink a ship in space, right? You have to destroy. It. You have to remove you have to you know you have to eviscerate it you have to pulverize yeah, it you have to turn it into like the smallest the ocean, bits of matter on the ocean, possible you can just sink it and it's gone dust. right it's gone if you just sink it well gone. it's sunk it's not gone it's you can exactly recover it. well, it's I think it more of an issue with like <laughs> nuclear bombs like, you can't sink a nuclear bomb no, there. well, you it's take the you take up. the bomb off. Sounds like a challenge. To sink a nuclear bomb. I don't want to sink a nuclear bomb now. There's plenty scattered. There's, there's actually you? like the navy. <laughs> there's certain nuclear bombs that they can't find. <clears throat> yeah, they're all over the place. It's yeah. terrifying. <laughs> Cape yeah. May. Yeah, and exciting. We yeah, because like you know the, 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 the B two right would now. go down or a ship would go <clears throat> down and they can't find the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> they can't. Right. I don't know where they are. Right. 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 I've been right. trying to say that throughout the episode. You, right. you should cut this out, but I've been trying to say that throughout the episode as an homage to that character. Right. <laughs> and now I can't wait for you to edit this and like hear it. 
Just move, yeah. just move that right to the beginning. <laughs> right. You can always get to the doctor when we get back home. Right. Whenever he says anything, you say, right, Bray. You know that? Right. <sighs> Parker, what do you think? Your staff just falls you around and says, right. It's like a regular parrot. Yeah, shape up. No, but seriously, the, the, the explosion seemed so absolute. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just like, oh, the ship's gone. It was... <laughs> Like huge, no, yeah. and it blew up three times. Yeah, <laughs> what the explode? There was like three different fireballs, massive explosions. Like okay, so <laughs> you know the end of Halo yeah. when the Halo blows up. I've actually never finished the video game. Nope. <laughs> like, 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 wow. like you know my no. you know my attention span. Well, I know like you a level of candy. candy. I know you're from Hybrid and Halo. That was a big thing in Hybrid. Yeah, I like playing the multiplayer. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It's like that explosion at the end of Halo, but like three times in a row. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's huge. Huge doesn't even quite describe it. No. It's it massive. was absolute. Yes. Huge is just a large thing. Absolute is everything. Except for the sequels. <laughs> Speaking of, that's a good segue into the legacy. Aliens got a great legacy because, obviously it's, I mean, it's, you know, whatever, it's classy. You've got all these themes you can talk about and it's impactful, whatever. Legacy. But it's one of those movies like Die Hard that you use to describe other movies, right? Where it's like someone introduces a movie and it's like, oh, it's like Alien, but with this. I only saw Die Hard this year. Really? That was yeah. the first time you saw Die Hard? Uh -huh. No, you, you've when watched you guys, it at my apartment. That was the time I watched it. That was this year? Yeah. I thought no, that was it was last year. It was on Christmas. Yeah. I thought it was a year ago. Sorry, last year then. Within this like year. Like seven, seven months ago. Within a year of now. I thought it was December 2016. Within one rotation of the sun. Which would, I guess, yeah, well, would be a little over a year. Around the sun. That'd be your and a half. That's the only time I've ever seen Die Hard. Wow. It's unfortunate. Wow. Yeah. That's, it's, it's such a good movie. Another good one. It's fine. Put it on the list. <laughs> it's like but a step, it's like a step below it. Hudson Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> the legacy is watch huge. Rob yeah. cringe in half. Unfortunately, <laughs> sometimes uh, the aftermath is, or the, um, the, the story that's trying to take mm. that concept that was so great is not that good. Recently, no. I watched the movie Life. You ever see that movie? That's like Alien, but more it's realistic. Like Alien, but bad. Is what I've heard is. It's, I, heard, I heard it's pretty decent. I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard it's pretty uh, decent. Okay. <laughs> you You've heard. What's, what, why is it bad? What is life? Because it was it's like Alien, alien. on the ISS. <laughs> yeah, it's Alien, but realistic. But alien for like, our time. And... Wasn't there like a BBC version of Planet Earth? Yeah, called Life. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Of. No, wait. Planet Earth is BBC. <laughs> BBC. No, Planet but I know Earth. what you're talking about. There was a show called Life. Has yeah, no, not the same. Not they did same not way. choose to go with the themes of Alien. Is it, is it still phallic? <laughs> well, yes. They show mating, and and there are penises in in both BBC Life <laughs> and BBC Planet Earth and BBC Blue Planet. There's penises in Planet Earth. Of course. Huh. I don't remember those. You gotta watch again. No, I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, nothing to be gained. Pay more attention. <laughs> well, yeah, how was it? Because I heard it was fine. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. I was exaggerating. Okay. Too many birds. But <laughs> and the whole time, I was thinking, this is going to be like Alien. This and is just like Alien. Oh, it's just like Alien. And you're right. They changed, they tweaked things as science itself has progressed. Yeah. And, well, and it's it a little more... bit more closer to our time period, too. It's like nearish future. Is, like there, you said, is there porn still in magazines? <laughs> no. No, they're on the iPad. No, they they put them on like they baseball the card things. 
<laughs> Actually, you know what? They put them in Animorphs books, so you have to like flip the pages. <laughs> I think it's a step backward from the magazine. <laughs> but it's so it, it famously, obviously, nearly a a carbon copy. Yeah. Um, as far as uh structure of the film, sure, I would say so. Xenomorph, Xenomorph Xeroth. Yes, XX. Okay. If only they had one more, it would have been a porn. <laughs> But yeah, so I, it obviously Alien has spawned uh, a very <laughs> spawned spawned uh, a very famous franchise, which has very little to do with the initial movie, other than uh, the Alien Gorney Weaver's character comes back for three of them. Um, but in terms of concepts and themes and whatever, it's totally different. Um, the, I mean, Aliens, which is the direct sequel, came right after, is very very good. It's an excellent movie. It's one of the Best action movies ever made, but it's totally different. It's totally different. Really, they, it, it's still Ridley Scott though. No, oh, it's James not. Cameron. Oh, that's James Cameron. Yeah, uh, they they explore motherhood a little bit, um, but way uh, less, more diluted. In a, in a way, much less subtle version. Yeah, diluted is a good way to say. Much less subtle version than in Alien. Uh, it's much more explicit. Um, uh, okay, but explicit, but not deep. Um, cause there's, they, they introduced the queen alien, which is like the mother alien, Oh, like the queen so they're, ant they're, or they're queen throwing bee. it in your face. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And there's like a, uh, Ripley has like a surrogate, surrogate daughter character in so it. She's also a mother yeah. at this point. Yeah. Uh, but it, I mean, other than that, it's an, it's an excellent action movie and it's very good. Uh, the other two, not so much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the other then, one's alien three, alien right? three, which is, uh, directed Oddly enough, by um, uh, David T- Fincher. Todd Packer. <laughs> no, not Todd, Todd Packer. Uh, David Fincher, who has made excellent movies and is an incredible director. Wow, this this series had Ridley Scott, then James, James Cameron, Cameron, then, then David, David Fincher. Fincher. His first feature ever was Alien 3. Fincher? Yeah, his first feature ever. What, ye- what year? Uh, 92. 293 something like that. Wow. Maybe 89, maybe 89. Uh it's it, right around the early 90s. Yeah. So either late 80s early. Um and then the fourth one I forget who directed it, but the fourth one Alien Resurrection 97 was written by Joss Whedon. No shit. Which was right after oh he wrote Toy Story. <laughs> so it's it, which is incredible. Yeah. The, the series has some really big people attached to it somehow early in their career. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, like Aliens came out right after so Terminator say, One. Continuing the theme of birth. <laughs> yeah, continuing the theme <clears throat> of birth. Exactly. They birthed themselves yeah. in the Hollywood film scene. Right. Um, and then obviously, which we already talked about, there's the prequels. And again, as as much as Alien is about motherhood, Prometheus is about fatherhood. Which I could talk about Prometheus. I know everybody hated it. I'm gonna go on the record say and say it. that I liked it. I saw Covenant. I enjoyed Covenant it. Covenant was fine. You know why I really liked Covenant? Because the crux of the movie, spoiler alert, they get a message that is to the tune of Take Me Home, Country Road. (laughs) And I saw it in a movie theater while I was in West Virginia after we had been getting drunk for several days singing that song. (laughs) Uh, That was nice. (laughs) But that song... The geographical features he references in that song aren't in West Virginia. They're in no, Western he, he Virginia. No, he had never been to West Virginia. They're in Maryland. They're, well, I think they're in Western Virginia State. Yeah. 
Well, there, yeah, there's some, some of them are in Maryland yeah. and some of them Right, so he just didn't have the syllables, like, within the <laughs> song structure to say Western, Western Virginia. Virginia. He's right about West Virginia. It just yeah. isn't the state West Virginia. <laughs> it's, it's confusing. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It made sense. But, yeah, and there's, you know, anyway. there's the sequels, the prequels, and then there's the the crossover with Predator, Alien vs. Predator, and there's all the video games and the comics and all this stuff. Yeah. And there's this huge... Huge whole universe, this whole universe, which it's crazy to me because it's kind of a, it feels like a small movie. It, in the sense that it's sort of self-contained. Well, it's not like Star Wars or yeah, any of those others that also creates this giant universe around it. Yeah, but you know, actually, this is funny. We mentioned John Wick earlier with the budget, but it kind of feels like the original John Wick, where it's like it feels like a very self-contained story, but it hints at all this larger world out there sure. that enriches that movie absolutely and sets it in this believable world what is john wick about well that's kind of oh, that's <sighs> a big big that's, question never saw him. there's a lot going on there it's very good but there's a lot going on anyway the point is they both hint at just this don't larger get a world. cute dog if you're maybe someone who kills people <laughs> oh. yeah it's a moral story yeah uh yeah. Theon Greyjoy kills Neo's dog, and it doesn't end well. <laughs> also didn't see Game of Thrones. Then well, how did you know what he was talking about? Because Neo took those dragons to Westeros <laughs> and kicked ass when they played against the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> but okay. yeah, I'm, I'm all right with all that. That's fine. <laughs> it's, like the, it's this movie that has a very... Small self-contained story that hints at this larger world, and then they start building on that world, and it sort of grows beyond absolutely what it was. Uh, which is interesting. There's you know there's stuff there to build on, obviously, but that original movie as the seed still kind of stands alone on its own. I completely agree. They they did not need to create no. the universe around it. Um, well, with the dollar sign, they needed to. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> with the dollar that sign, yeah. was money. <laughs> But um, yeah, no, that Alien is a fascinating movie because one, it where it came out in terms of American pop culture was an interesting time. It was the very end of the seventies, so it was it was after you know all of the the um, social progression of the sixties and the early seventies, and after Vietnam and all that stuff, right? And you're starting to America started asking all these other more internal questions and. But then at the same time, in terms of cinema, it was after Star Wars and after 2001. These big, like Star Wars was big and fantastic. Right. And 2001 was, was big and meditative and, and sure. philosophical. And it got people into this mindset of, okay, you're in space. Well, especially 2001 Space, uh, space Odyssey. Yeah. I think part of it gives you that, going back to what we were saying before, this, this submarine effect of like, yeah. you're out there and you're you're in this self-contained uh world in a vast vacuum of nothingness right i think that's um that the fact that the audience would have already kind of had that realization or that that mentality yeah was uh helpful yeah and i think they approached alien, yeah. yeah and i think alien sort of draws from both of those where it's like we can make something very realistic and very grounded but at the same time a little fantastic a little out there with there's some symbolic, imagination little, out there yeah. and yeah and and um a little weird and whatever and and but it doesn't have to be bombastic it can be this small little story mm -hmm. that just feels 
like a real story. Like, real. The, like these right. are real people, and this can happen. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and that's that's why that's you know all, out of all the other things I've talked about, that's probably the number one reason why it's one of my favorite movies is because it takes all of that and distills it down to like the story about real people. Right. It doesn't seem like you're watching a cartoon or yeah episode one. Of yeah. Star there's War. no wizards. <laughs> there's no. There's no giant babies. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. The Wait, symbolism... Are there are giant babies in Star Wars? In 2001. 2001. Oh, and and, and oh. what's what's great is the symbolism oh. of that baby is very similar to the symbolism that's... That's, that's true. That's very true. ...within Alien. Sigourney um, weaved? Sigourney dream weaved. <laughs> Sigourney dream weaved. I think, in, I think with that, I think we're... We can Just wrap, wrap it up. I, I, I think, yeah, w- I think we've movies. said all that <laughs> we <laughs> could. <laughs> um, yeah. I think uh, other than that, the, the legacy of the movie is, uh, it. I don't know if it, it didn't do it on purpose, but it, like you said, it defined Let's so much of recap. what. So the first um, one, first episode we did. Yeah, I don't need to finish pretty that. Pretty long. <laughs> yeah. Had a medium-sized <laughs> Wikipedia page. Baby yeah. Driver, a little shorter, shorter Wikipedia page. Space Jam, the, maybe the shortest Wikipedia page I've seen from It was surprisingly <laughs> short, actually. Yeah. Given we, what the alien we Wikipedia like... page is about, I don't know, if I printed it, it would be like seven or eight pages. Our, yeah, it's, uh, it's the length of our podcast. We're looking at three before, hours. Before we, we, we take the, the razor blade to it, it's a good two and a half hours. Ooh. So we like our podcast. <laughs> so I hope our you don't get this when you finally hear it. To, uh, Might have to break it into two parts. To represent the length Man. of the Wikipedia pages. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does It's proportional. Sense. But, but so, you got to cough. Just let it cough. <laughs> so uh, so for next week. Next week? Next, next sorry, week. Sorry, not, not next week. Next, our next, 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 next episode. episode. Next episode. Could be next week. We are getting close to the fourth. I think, we, I think I think we should, we should do push. Independence yeah, we Day. We should do the push. No, I think better. We, we should do American movie. American movie. We're drinking vodka. <laughs> oh, vodka. When you said better, I was like, oh, you mean the Patriot? <laughs> no, no, no. American movie. Right. I have no idea what we're gonna say besides what is said in the movie. <laughs> well, but the thematics. There are none. <laughs> the thematics is sadness. I got spoiler I got... alert. This thematics is hardened Midwestern depression. I have I have a lot to say about American movie and I'm excited to say it. <laughs> so I'm not surprised. Looking <laughs> looking forward to the next episode. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um so yeah, and that's it. Thanks for tuning in. We're amazed you made it this far. Yeah. Uh <laughs> thanks. <laughs>